Welcome to your sanity safe space with your favorite YouTube podcast duo. Skag 3, whoever he is. Get your quad fascist ass out of here! Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. You are a terrific team on all counts. Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement, this is is the Matt and Blonde Show. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international over to pursue. Bitch, you got coronavirus. Out here in the fields, I fight for my meals. When you look at what's happened over the last week, was it a failure of intelligence, planning, execution, or judgment? Look, I don't think it was a failure. Look, it was a simple choice, George. So you don't think this could have been handled? This actually could have been handled better in any way no mistakes no i don't need to be forgiven yeah, 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 yeah. you have taliban fighters with whips with guns it is just an absolute mess that was four days ago five days ago if this isn't failure what does failure look like they're just chanting death to america but they seem friendly at the same time you are fake news i doubt it very fake. Come on, man. Give me a little break here. Don't you understand, you dumb son of a bitch? Don't you understand? All right, America, go to the YouTube right now. Big up to Rebecca for keeping that woke. Congratulations <laughs> to both of you. You're awesome. I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can ask just about anyone about that. People often do, I'm told. This is the Matt and Blonde Show. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Well, we thought we had a disaster last weekend and we did but then monday morning rolls around and you have clips of afghans trying to ride plane wheel wells out of Kabul, and then the impromptu skydiving show happened on their way out and when when you think the situation has finally bottomed out joe biden keeps finding new depths while insisting that everything is actually fine and going to plan like he's the dog in the burning house And if it isn't, well, don't worry about that. That was four or five days ago, so who cares? We'll check in on all the latest info, because it was another weekend of disaster in Afghanistan, as well as all the things that happened in the last week. Uh, Plus, we had a very, very legit and very credible bomb threat strike D.C. this week. And thank God the ATF and our FBI saviors swoop in once again to save us all from certain doom. I feel safer, don't you? Oh, certainly. This man was clearly uh, acting on his own volition and uh, with a very legit bomb that his military friends engineered for him. <laughs> right. Uh, just like the Gretchen Whitmer story. Sounds very, very believable. Um, but speaking of our FBI saviors, a new report somewhat quietly this week says they only have scant evidence, as in basically none at all. That the Capitol riot was a coordinated or organized event, even though we impeached a president for supposedly organizing it, even though the term insurrection implies 
some degree of organization or coordination, at least if you expect it to succeed. But impromptu, unarmed, disorganized insurrection, I guess, is what we're going with for the greatest crime in this country since the Civil War, the greatest uprising since Southern Secession. Oh, my God. What a waste of everybody's time. Plus, if you were a good boy or a good girl and you got the jab early as you were instructed to do, well, guess what? Here's your reward. It's time to get more jabs soon, says uh, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky. Then we have a uh, hoax hate case. A health official, uh, it would appear, sent a dog muzzle to herself, but she denies it. It's just that someone in another state happened to get control of her credit card and buy a dog muzzle on Amazon and send it to her. All a big misunderstanding happens to all of us. A little bit of surprise cringe before we get out of here. And tonight's movie review is Dr. Strangelove. We're going to have a little bit of fun once again. Uh, (laughs) That's all I can say as a teaser. Um, We will check in with that later. So stay tuned for that. And of course, I did rewatch it today and I was like, uh, Skag is going to hate this so much. I, I won't uh, spoil my thoughts until the end of the show. <laughs> we will check in with Super Chats uh, on YouTube, Tippy Stream, Trovo, and DLive in between topics and as well. Ten bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good. Lowdown money grabbers. We'll take as many of those chats as we can until 11.30 p.m. Eastern. So please do get them early. Uh, get them in early, rather, if you'd like them read. Thank you for that. It will be all this and more on your favorite couple hours of listing material. Remember, you can find everything show-related and support the show over on the website. That is mattchristensenmedia.com. And don't forget, we have the show store up and running. We have t-shirts. We have mugs. We have hats. We have it all, and plus, we have special deals from our friendly listener-owned businesses as well. This week's feature business is a big supporter of the show, and that's our friends over at Charity Swipes. If you own or manage a business, you got to speak to Charity Swipes. They're a credit card processor just like Square and PayPal, but with lower fees, which means you keep more money in your pockets where it belongs. They have solutions for all types of businesses, from retail to restaurants to e-commerce, so no matter what kind of business you have, they have a program to meet your needs. And not only does Charity Swipe Charity Swipes help businesses save on their credit card processing, but they're all about giving back to the community as well. As their name suggests, they give 30% of their annual profit to charities like Make-A-Wish, Wounded Warriors Project, and the Gary Sinise Foundation. So simply by working with Charity Swipes, you are supporting nonprofits across the country. You can get started with Charity Swipes today and receive a free card reader as well as free setup and training. You can view all the details of their offer at charityswipes.com MC. Every sign up greatly supports our show as well. So if you own a business, uh, do yourself and us a favor and go check them out at charityswipes.com MC. You can find everything you need from Charity Swipes, plus other offers from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses, including Phoenix Ammo, Sonoran Defense Technologies, Hero Soap Company, and more. At mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners. By listeners. I mentioned last week a little bit of housekeeping on uh, BitChute and Rumble. How we're trying to get the show available on those platforms. Well, in perfect timely fashion, a representative from Rumble reached out to me this week and said, Hey, uh, we can get your show up and streaming on Rumble if you'd like to do that. I said, absolutely. And so the show is now not just posted on Rumble after it's done for viewing the video and listening but you can actually watch live on rumble now too i assume i hope it's functioning properly 
I, it's, it's, my system tells me it is, but you know, I'm not watching the stream myself. Anyway, uh, it is linked in the description if you'd like to check out the Rumble experience, or you can go to rumble.com slash ML Christensen. We did stream the show over there on Wednesday, and everything went as planned. So we'll keep streaming there for the foreseeable future. And then the show will be available uh, video on demand over on Rumble as well. Now, it is sort of early in their live stream tech over there. The the video stream function looks like it works uh, perfectly, as far as I've seen. But as far as some of the supporting features, the chat, super chat, they say they're uh, working on and should be available sometime soon. But it's it's a little bit bare bones and it's a little bit Wild West. So yeah, that's good. Not that I'm trying to incite anyone, but I don't actually have moderators. I don't have any sort of uh, control mechanisms about what goes on over there. So <laughs> listen, even if I didn't tip them off, they're going to figure it out eventually. Um not that we try to crack down on our chat with a heavy hand, but, you know, so, sometimes you you got to crack the whip. What are you talking about? I rule the chat with an yeah. iron fist. I, I ban suppose. people constantly for arbitrary reasons. I suppose that's true. But um, the point I'm trying to make is if you actually if you are a Rumble community member, if you want to watch the show live and chat over there and, and that's uh, that's your thing. If there's a way for me to work with moderators and, and uh, sort of run the show the way we run it elsewhere. Uh, reach out to me and perhaps we can figure out how to make that system work. As far as I know, I don't know if I even have those tools yet. So we'll see how it goes on Rumble. But Rumble has been doing very well as a viable YouTube competitor. So I'm very excited to be working with them. And, you know, we've had we will keep uh, putting the show or sending the show to the other various platforms that people want to see it. I'm not taking it away from anywhere else. But based on what I've seen, I think Rumble is probably the most realistic YouTube competitor so far. Yeah. So this is all... Uh, Positive developments, place places to fall back when Susan swings her axe. Um, and if you do have any difficulties with your Rumble experience, if it if the tech isn't working, send me an email and perhaps we can work with them to make sure that it is up to expectations. I have to uh, issue a fake news correction for myself, at least a very minor one. Uh, I had mentioned last week the. I doubt it trial of the uh, Miller family in Abilene, Texas, the dumpster defender case uh, of the man swinging at the, the father and son with the baseball bat and getting shot by their shotgun and Glock that they were openly wielding and he chose to ignore. I had thought based on earlier reporting that the trial was going to start tomorrow, August 23rd, yep. thanks to an emailer who checked up on the court schedule. Um, it has been actually delayed a little bit once again. Now, Monday, September 13th. But did he say why it was delayed? I don't see an explanation why, but it says reset by the courts in 9-13-2021. And I looked at both cases. Uh, The father, Johnny, and the son, Michael, both trials are scheduled for that same date. So I'm not sure if they're going to run them concurrently or how this is going to work. But we will see murder trials for both the I doubt it father and the uh, dumpster defender over the shoulder son. Coming Can't up soon. Wait. We also heard from chatters. I don't have the address handy, but the, the trial will be live streamed, I'm told. Check the uh, Texas. Dis- this is in the 350th district court in the state of Texas. So I'm sure with a little Google, you can find your way to the to the proper video avenue. Um, Previously, I had been somewhat dismissive of Larry Elder's campaign to replace Gavin Newsom in California. Not because I 
don't like Larry Elder. I admire him. I think he's very, very good. And uh, I'd love to see him as governor mm-hmm. of California. But um, the idea of a Republican winning in California at all, let alone winning in a what we know will be a heavily fortified election, very free and very fair. It just seemed unlikely. So while I wish all the best for Larry Elder, I've been kind of dismissing the legitimacy of the campaign because I just don't see it happening. Then tell this hit piece. This might have been a really terrible take for me. I might be totally (laughs) wrong on this. And the polling, if you buy into the polling, is shifting in Larry Elder's favor and away from my prior take. So, um, the, and if the headlines, if the headlines in the LA times are any indicator, they're a little bit nervous. And these are just <laughs> in the last week in the LA times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here, here's a list of four headlines. If elder is elected, life will get harder for many Californians. Larry elder draws fire for N word comedy clip. So he must've played that dinger clip or something like that. I don't know. Uh, too bad you can't believe anything Larry Elder says. Recall candidate Larry Elder is a threat to black Californians. And then late in the week, they just went all out with this column. Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy. You've been warned. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, a black guy wrote it, though, at least, right? A black woman. But oh, okay. it, yeah, it's not by a white guy. But just to, I mean, this, this is a hit piece of dreams like this. If I had such a trophy on my mantle, I would retire. So congratulations to Larry Elder on his big achievement. But just a few quotes from this piece from the author, again, a black woman. Few things infuriate me more than watching a black person use willful blindness and cherry picked facts to make overly simplistic arguments that whitewash the complex problems that come along with being black in America. Okay, he cherry picks. That's very interesting. What does he cherry pick? Well, Elder scoffs at the at the many efforts to reform the criminal justice system and to root out racial bias in policing by requiring more transparency and accountability from officers. Instead, he keeps trotting out statistics that purport to show purport to show that black people are particularly prone to murdering one another. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, she spelled prove wrong. So this, what a cherry picker. He's going to the FBI st- crime statistics and pulling out broad pieces of information. Um, like we have a phenomenon where uh, a young black man is eight times more likely to be killed by another young black man than a white, a young white man. What a cherry picker, this guy. Oh my God. I wonder who is cherry picking here, but she doesn't provide her counter data. So I have to, I have to I know, guess she's like, shut up. This and then the, true. the piece closes by quoting a black lives matter activist in the Los Angeles area quote, anytime you put a black face on white supremacy, which is what Larry Elder is. There are people who will utilize that as an opportunity to deny white supremacy. They say, how could this be white supremacy? This is a black man. But everything that he's pushing, everything that he stands for is advancing white supremacy. Well, what is he what is he standing for as characterized by this piece other than taking responsibility for yourself? And if that if if taking responsibility for yourself is a white supremacist concept, what's the alternative sitting around and waiting for someone else to save you by virtue of their control over you? Because there is a word for that, too. I suspect, well, that would be the one word that's too insane to put in this grossly exaggerated piece. So they'd be mad at me for that. This dumb black woman truly has enslaved herself. Well done. (laughs) 
the Democrats, uh, they, they will serve you well, I, I, I'm sure, as they have been in L.A. and California with virtually unchecked power for the last few decades. And funny, things don't seem to be improving. So you tell me who is really keeping black people down. Larry Elder must be really good at it with his radio show. Yeah. <laughs> to keep all of, millions of people of color in Los Angeles under the thumb of the white people. <laughs> and as far as his prospects here, um, we, we are coming up pretty quickly. This is sneaking up on uh, the, the date of the uh, recall election. It's September 24th. And um, they're getting so nervous, not just that the L.A. Times is writing hit piece after hit piece, but they're also sending Kamala Harris out to California to campaign for Gavin Newsom this week and real clear politics, the polling aggregation over there. They've been tracking. Uh, so there are two votes in this recall vote. Number one, should Gavin Newsom be recalled and replaced? Should he be booted? Okay. That question prior, like in months prior, back in the spring, do not remove was leading by 10 to 15 points. So Gavin Newsom looked pretty safe now in the aggregated polling trending the wrong way recently uh remove gavin newsom is up half a point mm. Ooh, that that's that's pretty dicey that surprises me and not only that but the latest uh polling aggregated polling on who would win to replace him larry elder leads by 11 points in the aggregate damn now he only Wouldn't has about that be something he only has about 22 percent support but the way this works is if the vote goes to to recall and replace Gavin Newsom, if that defeats Gavin, then it's simply whoever gets the most votes in the second vote. So there's no requirement for a majority. You could get, in theory, 10% of the vote if 20 people ran and they all got less than you did and you would actually gain the governor's mansion. So this is way more realistic than I initially gave it credit for. And uh, I will be watching much more attentively. Although if I had to go with my gut, I think the fortification probably going to win out. And there's some signs to that effect. People noticing ballot oddities going on in California. So, what a surprise. Yeah, we shall see. Um, in the ongoing chronicles of the ever more convincing case for homeschooling, <laughs> what the hell happened with this Utah high school teacher? Yeah, this chemistry teacher, uh, Leah Kenyon, this is Lehigh, Utah. I hope I'm saying that right. She was put on leave. And of course, they issued an apology for this after this video surfaced. And district officials did a whole investigation. And they didn't say whether she resigned or was fired, but it sounds like she was probably fired. Um, yeah, so she's out. We should probably watch this clip. I'm sure most people have seen it by now, but this doesn't even surprise me anymore. Recorded Utah, maybe. Yeah, just down, like between uh, Provo and Salt Lake is where this place is. Okay. I mean, I, I just assume that there would be mostly conservative teachers. And it's like this. She looks like a lesbian. Is she a, a liberal lesbian? What is she doing? I, I don't know. I have no idea what uh, what her personal characteristics are. But her students recorded her uh, lecturing them about getting the vaccine and uh, crapping all over Trump and daring them to go to the administration to tattle on her. Well, it looks like that's what happened. But here's a selection of her commentary. Okay, well, I would be super proud of you if you chose to get the vaccine. But, yeah, we'll just keep getting variants over and over and over until people get vaccinated. It's never going to end. It could end in five seconds if people would get vaccinated. I hate Donald Trump. I'm going to say it. I don't care what y'all think. 
Trump sucks. And he's a sexual predator. He's a literal moron. Go tattle on me to the freaking admin. They don't give a crap. No, he is not. Turn off the Fox News. The students sound pretty cool to me. I, I yeah, would say. totally. Good for them for pushing back. They're not <laughs> taking her seriously. They're laughing at her. Um, uh, what else happened? She also said that like they're they, they're dumber than their parents. If they oh yeah, yeah. This, so yeah. I, I I probably should have. I'm sure it's in the clip. I didn't see this until after I did the edit, so I should have found it. But there's another quote in the story. She tells students that most of their parents are dumber than you, and you don't need to do everything their parents say or believe what they believe. I'm assuming this has some connection to the vaccine stuff i I, i'm guessing based on the contextual clues here that she's telling them just because your parents believe this about the vaccine or trump you can believe other things but of course what does she mean she means you can believe the things i'm telling you to believe because i am the intellectual superior to both you and your parents you silly child Mm -hmm. it's hard to hear that one part the funniest part of with her exchange with the students, but Joe that, Biden's a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. That cool kid in the back of the class says yeah. Joe is a pedo and she denies it. And then you can barely hear him. And he, he, he says, what the dude sniffs kids. What are you talking about? You can hear him in the background. I, I want to know who that kid is. Um, she tells him to stop watching the hey, Fox wait, he news. He said that, that he sniffs kids. I didn't mm-hmm. hear that at yeah, all. If you listen closely, you can hear it. Yeah. That was his response to her denying it. <laughs> What a good kid. Good <laughs> and then there's so, a girl that's like, this is chemistry. Why are you t- right, talking about that? Correct. Underrated point. This is not civics. This is not speech and debate, although it would probably be inappropriate in those contexts, too. This is chemistry. You're supposed to teach us about, uh, you know, the, the bonding of atoms and things like that. This has nothing to do with anything. But here we are. Yikes. Yeah, that's happening in Utah. I mean, is anyone safe? Well, you you wonder how much of the teaching profession in general, regardless of geography, is just infiltrated with this perspective. And generally, as a public employee, that kind of goes along with the territory where you like to um, do right by your, your masters in state government or other government, wherever they may be. So... Anyway, uh, best of luck to her wherever she may be going next. I don't know if she was fired or if she resigned, but Gonzaga, uh, that's where she'll go. Yeah, she probably has a a prestigious uh, professorial job lined up immediately. (laughs) You're right. Mizzou. Yes. Uh, Well, let's talk about uh, what's going on or what has gone on in Afghanistan. So. After the uh, disastrous display last weekend that we discussed, Joe uh, Joe finally made a few appearances this week in a couple of press conferences that initially refused questions. He did take a couple questions today, which we'll get to. Um, but throughout the week, he only took questions from his friend, George Stephanopoulos over at ABC. And even George and his production crew couldn't get Joe to come out of this one clean in this uh, completely ridiculous segment. Joe said he has no regrets about how the Afghanistan withdrawal has gone. And when George asks him about Afghans, falling from planes trying to ride them to anywhere else joe says hey man that was uh four or five days ago don't worry about it when you look at what's (laughs) happened over the last week was it a failure of intelligence planning execution or judgment look 
I don't think it was a fair look. It was a simple choice, George. When you had the leader of that government getting in a plane and taking off and going to another country, when you saw the significant collapse of the of the uh, Afghan troops we had trained, over, up to 300,000 of them, just leaving their equipment and, and, and taking off. This is, is that, that's what happened. But we've all seen the pictures. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into a C-17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. What did you think <laughs> when you first saw those pictures? What I thought was we're, we have to gain control of this. So yeah. you don't think this could have been handled, this actually could have been handled better in any way? No mistakes? No, I, I, I don't think it could have been handled in a way that there, we, we're going to go back in hindsight and look, but the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that happened. So for you, that was always priced into the decision? Yes. Well, this is well, now... Yeah. <laughs> what? I do think that, that an element of chaos was inevitable and that should have always been priced into the decision. I'll give him that. Yes, but as I'll get to in a minute, that's not what he was saying a month yeah, ago. Right. Um, so that's a problem. But I do want to emphasize that um, this is now my favorite go to excuse. So I'm going to deploy this whenever I need for my own purposes. For example, when Susan bans this stream for hate speech or medical misinformation. <laughs> that was four days ago, five days ago. Or when the ATF says, hey, your pistol brace is now a stock. <laughs> four days ago, five days ago. Or when TSA says you're on the no-fly list because your memes are far too spicy. Falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. And I better get the same grace that Joe got in this case. You will. You totally will. Mm. Now, of course, point of fact, at the time that he said this, it was not four days ago, five days ago. It was two days ago when he said that. Not that that matters, but he's wrong by his reasoning that that would change anything. But it's also wrong as a matter of fact, like four or five days ago was not a correct assessment of mm. time. Do you think that they just and, dubbed over him and just like propped his corpse up and spray tanned it? And then that whole interview was fake. A lot of people did notice his change in complexion in this particular interview. And I wonder who's Definitely responsible. Definitely sunless tanner. So it does seem notably oranger than before. And I wonder who's responsible for that. I don't know. It makes him look less old and dead i guess but everybody was on trump's case about this because he was sunless tanning too he's getting ready for halloween he looks like a damn jack-o-lantern i wouldn't say it's a good look Hmm. but uh anyway to your point i I agree that like there's there's certain complexities that are kind of unavoidable about getting out of afghanistan i think most reasonable people would acknowledge that trouble is why didn't joe last month when he said no chance the taliban takes over this is not going to be a big deal we're going to leave and it's going to be fine If you knew chaos was a foreseeable outcome, why weren't there chaos mitigation efforts put in place? That's the big question. Or at least preparing the American people. Well, and and preparing, yeah, preparing the Afghans too, because his whole point was that he he said at the time, well, I didn't want to cause alarm. Okay, but by not causing alarm, you led people to believe that they could hang out in Kabul and it'd be fine, and now they're trapped. Yeah, yeah. So were you wrong in your assessment of the risk or were you lying to people to make them feel good, even though it would get them in a compromised situation? Mm-hmm. Take your pick, new orange man. But uh, he, he just kind of repeats these same points, all of which have a lot uh, of flaws. The things he said into the weekend we'll get to in a moment, just as flawed as this interview. 
But uh, it, that wasn't all about that interview. ABC is actually accused of being very selective in their editing of the interview to make Joe look good, or at least as good as they could with what he said. Now, in fairness, any interview is going to be cut up. Any, any of these, they, they all are. However, the transcript was published, and one of the things notably cut was Joe describing his late son, Bo, serving in Afghanistan with the army when, in fact, Bo was in Iraq with the Navy. Or wait, do I have that backwards? I, no, no. He said his son. Okay. Yeah, his son was a National Guard. So I think I have that backwards. He said his son was in Afghanistan, but his son was in Iraq. And he said that his son was uh, with the Navy instead of the Army. Oh, my God. So, you know, Joe remembering his own son's military career appears to have been flubbed. Who did he confuse his his dead son with? Or he confused, like, uh, sister-in-law with his dead son. Something obscene. This was a few months ago. Oh, I don't know if I saw that one. Or did we talk Clear about dementia. it? Clear dementia. We talked about it at the time. Let me know live chat, but my God. These aren't just normal verbal fumbles. It's a pretty bad one. And ABC is accused of cutting that out to make Joe look as good as mm. they can. Joe had a couple more press conferences. On Friday, he came out. Again, he was question-free on Friday. And he said... Um, Two conflicting things, really. He said that any American in Afghanistan who wants to come home will come home or at least get the chance to come home. But also he cannot promise what the final outcome will be or that it will be without risk of loss. But he can assure you that he will use every resource necessary. So maybe you get home. It just might be in a body bag with all your shit stolen, I guess, is the answer if you're trapped in Kabul for now. And today, Joe actually did take questions at a press conference, Um, but he went uh, with his go to deflection. And this was when he first came out and spoke this week. This is really the stance that he took where he said, at the end of the day, if we didn't leave Afghanistan now, when do we leave another 10 years, another five years, another year? It's not I'm not about to send your son or your daughter to fight in Afghanistan, said Biden, which is a position that prior to this, according to polling, most Americans held. And I think a lot of people would agree with. The trouble is nobody's criticizing him for the broad decision to get out of Afghanistan, or at least very few are. The criticism is about how you did it and the botchery with which you did it. So he he just conflates those things. Well, if you think I botched the exit, that means you never wanted to exit at all. That's not what most people believe. They would like to transition out of there, but they would also like to have you know protection and warning for people who need to leave to get out and maybe i don't know not leave all of our weapons and military equipment and other technology in the hands of the taliban so that they have their own special special forces now as we'll get to i wish we could show that picture gosh i can show the picture but not the video so oh, okay yeah the susan yikes. says the video is terrorist propaganda at least last i checked yikes all right, so what's what's going on at the airport this weekend? What's the current situation? In the initial article before this uh, actually started happening, it said that the airlines were going to be compelled to do this. <laughs> so it the, sounded like it was going to be some kind of compulsory thing. In this one, it says that it was voluntary that they 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 volunteered. Oh, that was that was my interpretation that he was basically saying, uh, "We can't do this." So Delta, American, you go there and you fix it. But that's not what's well, happening. We- I guess. No, I mean, that's okay. definitely what's happening. It's just like oh, okay. they came forward and they wanted to help. It's like, no. oh, uh, yeah. So things have changed. <laughs> OK, so um, Biden has enlisted the help of six commercial airlines to help transport people uh, from Afghanistan. 
And let's see who's going to be involved. It's American Airlines, Atlas Air, Delta, um, Omni Air, and Hawaiian Airlines, and then uh, United Airlines. And they're starting um, tomorrow. So yeah, we'll see 18 civilian aircrafts from from all of these companies. And apparently there is some sort of, um, it's, not a, it's not a law, but, but they were legally compelled to do this, it sounds like. It happened in the Iraq War in 2003. Yeah, it's the uh, Emergency Civil Aviation Program. So there, ah. is a, there is a law that authorizes compulsory, uh, well, some, some sort of force to make them, to make them do uh, this sort of evacuation travel that they maybe aren't stepping right. up to do voluntarily. But now I guess for PR purposes, it's, oh, no, no, no. We wanted to do we this totally the entire did. time. Here we are. Yeah. So Biden today. said earlier today, it's a program that was designed in the wake of the Berlin airlift after World War II to use commercial aircraft to augment our airlift capacity. Hmm. He said they're staging locations like Qatar and Germany Um but none of them will be landing in Kabul. Well, and you wonder so, what, how are they going to get there? And I mean, well, they're not land. They're not going to the Kabul airport. They're going no. somewhere else. Where the hell yeah. are they going? I, there are staging locations. That's oh, what he God. says. Okay. Would bring people from staging locations like Qatar and Germany to the United States or a third country. Okay. Well, he even it that, the initial stage of a program. But if you're stuck in Afghanistan, that's not going to help you at all. And even that is going to get complicated because the gates, apparently all the gates at the Kabul airport were closed over the weekend because of a backup at this air base in Qatar, according to a Defense Department official mm-hmm. who is not authorized to speak publicly. But if you have backups elsewhere, if you don't have places for these planes to go, if you don't have a plan in place, you you have uh, a, a whole traffic jam on the tarmac potentially or other problems, and you also got the Taliban outside beating people. They're they're apparently stealing uh, people's uh, stealing uh, American Afghans passports out. So you got the gates shut. You got a whole mob of people just uh, just crowding the airport and behaving totally erratically. And you got the Taliban beating and stealing people's passports as they're trying to get into the airport. And they got checkpoints along all the pathways to the airport, which is part of the reason they told people to shelter in place before. Because Yeah, I know. And now Biden is like, oh, if you could just meet us in Germany. You think if you're in Afghanistan, you can get to Germany. You care about getting to the United States after that. You'd be so relieved just to be in Germany. <laughs> it's like, this is so retarded. What are you doing? There was a stampede. At the Kabul airport over the weekend in which uh, seven people died, including a young child. The young child's death, I guess, was somehow related to a hosing of the crowd because it's so hot. that They're trying to cool people down. But, you know, you have a mass of people. You have random spurts of violence. You have beatings. You have property seizures. You got people running around and all of a sudden a panic takes place. You got people getting stampeded and crushed. And this is the sort of thing that even if there was some difficulty or chaos that was easily foreseeable leading up to this, you didn't have a plan in place to process people. You didn't have a plan in place to move them. You have no response. We have military being sent there, but you're telling me that we can't protect people or stop this sort of stampeding from happening. And the only reasonable explanation there is just like, well, we don't. We don't want to get more military involvement because the risk of flaring up an armed conflict with the Taliban or God forbid, imagine we get like a soldier or a Marine captured now and the value of that hostage and how embarrassing that would be. 
if that happened. So it's this is we're just, just mortifying on the world stage, but also hilarious. Well, Ooh. just wait till we get to the based Taliban memes. I know. And uh, you know, we'll decide what's what's hilarious. But um, as far as what the Taliban are doing uh, and their ongoings uh, across uh, Kabul and throughout the country, uh, we've seen the, uh, the all the ridiculous images of uh, the Taliban taking over former U.S. military gyms and playing in amusement parks before they I guess they played on the merry-go-round and they did the bumper cars before they burned the place down. <laughs> so they got in there. Uh, they, they, they got a little infidel behavior in before they atoned for their sins and burned it down. The important thing is that we got those videos. And also, you know, they've been partying. Well, they've been partying in the streets, but if dissidents party in the streets or protest, there were people shot in other cities uh, by the Taliban. And the undisputed meme of the week, as far as I'm concerned, was this montage of those silly clips with a proper musical soundtrack. But I had to cut the clip very short because uh, otherwise the YouTube copyright Nazis will get me. But here we go. The trampoline. <laughs> I liked the trampoline the best. Those Taliban. No word on if they burned the trampoline or if the trampoline remains intact. Wow, this re- level of respect is making me want to cover my face. <laughs> we will get there. Maybe the meme will get you. But uh, we talked last week about how much military the uh, loot the Taliban had gained control of from Humvees to rifles to drones to even biometric technology. And apparently the, the Taliban is wasting no time getting fully outfitted in the fancy kits that we left behind. There is now a Taliban special forces unit patrolling Kabul, carrying U.S. weapons, U.S. armor, U.S. communications devices and more. This unit is called the Badri 313 Battalion. They released this video, which uh, I I don't think Susan's going to let me play. Yeah, Uh, Susan says it's if I try to play it, it's banned. So I can't play the video because Susan says it's violent terrorist propaganda, but I can show you some of these images. I mean, again, you have the Taliban. If the image will load here, come on. Oh, there we go. You got the Taliban decked out in these sweet kits that the U S taxpayer paid for. Mind you, if you were to have any of these rifles that you paid for 10 years in prison, $10,000 fine. I don't know about any of the other tech, but the (laughs) Taliban gets some, free of charge no they're they're not only are they not put in prison for having them they get them for free and they have this whole video of them you know kicking doors and uh and doing all their military drills decked out in our stuff and not only that they're they're kind of openly mocking us as they do it you can see on your screen they put out a photo of them in u.s kits raising the Taliban flag stylized exactly like the Marines raising the flag on Iwo Jima in World War II. Oh my God. They're just laughing at us repeatedly. And and the Taliban, as far as what they're doing, they're going door to door and they're searching for people who worked with U.S. and NATO forces. They apparently have priority lists of individuals they want arrested and they're threatening to kill or arrest family members who don't turn over the people that they're looking for. 
And they're doing this with the assistance, in part at least, of that biometric tech that I mentioned. Um, not only do they have the equipment to identify people by eye scans or fingerprints, but they apparently also have lists of people and the data to go along with it, according to reports, at least for some of these Seriously? people they're looking for. I don't know. That doesn't how, sound true. Uh, my only skepticism, I I have no I have no level of skepticism that we left behind the tech and the data that I can believe. My skepticism is that the Taliban can actually operate these effectively. Yeah, yeah I don't. But who that. knows? Maybe they're more simple. I, I'm not an expert in biometric tech or its use. So yeah, but I'm an expert in Middle Eastern IQ, <laughs> race and IQ, and I'm pretty sure they can't <laughs> figure that out. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know how system how how simple the biometric tech operating system is but uh they at least have the possibility of using it and um while they are searching for people the people that they want they're also reportedly seizing firearms from civilian hands um and of course ironically they're undoubtedly using u.s vehicles and u.s weapons to do this but uh, Reuters reports Taliban fighters are collecting weapons from civilians because, quote, people no longer need them for personal protection. The Taliban will protect them now. It sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Uh, mm. Put all your faith in the government with guns. They will uh, they will protect you. Yep. I'm sure you saw the uh, reporting of Clarissa Ward of CNN this week. <laughs> I feel bad for her because she was widely <laughs> mocked for what was a bad gaffe. This whole uh, they're chanting death to America, but they seem really friendly while they do it. They, it, it was poor presentation. Um, however, she has been on the ground being harassed and threatened by the Taliban. And she's been fairly critical of Biden for the disconnect between what she sees on the ground there and what Biden has been saying at his press conferences. So I think it's a shame that that clip sort of overshadowed. But this is also a reflection on the new moderate Taliban. I mean, don't you think that they would have behead her and like raped her corpse by now? <laughs> well, I guess moderation is relative. Um, I'm not sure that I. Yeah, I wouldn't call them moderates, but maybe they would have been less moderate in the past. Maybe that's, that's fair. They let but, her live. This is mercy. But here's some of her reporting. Uh, from uh, Kabul this week with the initial clip of Death to America. chanting Death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. It's utterly bizarre. The most frightening moment for our team came when our producer, Brent Swales, was taking some video on his iPhone. Two Taliban fighters just came up with their pistols and they were ready to pistol whip him. And we had to intervene and scream. And it was actually another Taliban fighter who, who came in and said, no, no, no. Don't do that. They're journalists. This was mayhem. This was nuts. This is impossible for an ordinary civilian, even if they have their paperwork. No way they're running that gauntlet. No way they're going to be able to navigate that. Suddenly, two other Taliban charge towards us. 
you can see their rifle butt raised to strike producer Brent Swales. When the fighters are told we have permission to report, they lower their weapons and let us pass. You have Taliban fighters with whips, with guns. You have U.S. and U.K. soldiers who are not allowing people in. You have mixed messaging coming through about what kind of paperwork you need and how you can get on a flight and where you can go. I mean, it is just an absolute mess. And we heard President Biden say yesterday in his uh, comments to ABC News that this is not a failure. And I think a lot of people outside that airport would like to know if this isn't failure, what does failure look like exactly? Why does she need to be here? She's not telling us anything that we don't know. This woman has children. The fuck is she doing? What is she doing? I, I don't know her personal situation, but I, the images she's getting, she's getting basically nobody else's. So I, I admire. Oh my gosh. I we admire know it's the, chaos. Come on. Yeah, Isn't there I, some I, man that can be doing this job? I suppose, you know, I don't necessarily need the, uh, you, you know, intuitively what's going on there. That said, any journalist who's got the bravery to show us with video, I, I will respect and admire. This is um, moronic. It's not brave. It's well, self-serving. Per, maybe. I don't know. Anybody who's uh, who's going after the truth and willing to put themselves at risk, I, I, I will admire them for that. To your point, um, what risks are worth taking if you are, in fact, uh, a mom? I, I don't know. I don't know what her personal situation is. Well, they haven't yeah. murdered her. So, you know, I'm, I'm willing to entertain this new moderate era of the <laughs> Taliban. Well, you know, uh, I don't want to give the Taliban credit. Um, but, you know. Th- but. <laughs> the Taliban sucks. I don't want to live under the Taliban. Uh, I don't want to live under any Islamo-fascist society. Uh, I don't want to, anything to do with their philosophy. But the odd disconnect that I'm thinking about here is we have uh, a whole a whole segment of this country that will criticize the Taliban for the lack of freedom that they're imposing on this country while simultaneously advocating that we restrict more and more freedom in this country. And I'm not saying that mask mandates are the same thing as stoning people, but I need a coherent philosophy on freedom should we direct our country in a direction of freedom or shouldn't we and if we shouldn't how much moral authority do we have to criticize other countries for their authoritarian tendencies those are just questions i think are worth considering and (laughs) there are also some points made by the taliban in, in all of this that are sort of surprising uh, and and poke some holes in that incoherent philosophy that we were just that we were just talking about. So, for instance, the State Department and the UN unironically urged the Taliban to create an inclusive government with representation of women this week. <laughs> it is not sarcasm. Um, it is not satire. This is real and serious. The UN Security Council issued a joint press statement earlier today calling for a new government that is united, inclusive and representative, including with the full and full and meaningful <laughs> participation of women. Now, I have to thank you. <laughs> Perfect response. But you actually have the exact same response as the Taliban. And that's why it's so funny. And that's why. Thank you for bringing this clip to my attention this week, because this is another solid nominee for clip of the week. The. Mm-hmm. 
This clip was circulating this week. The interview is actually from a February documentary, but it applies today just as validly. Taliban I watched rep- this like 10 times the other day. Taliban representatives were being interviewed about this upcoming withdrawal and what kind of government they will build afterward. And this is how they reacted to that suggestion that they should have an inclusive government complete with women. Would that still include women's rights and a democracy? So would you believe in the democratic vote, though? So would people be allowed to vote in women politicians? (laughs) Okay, if if you're listening and not watching, you didn't have the uh, the captions there. The reporter asks, will you have a democratic society with the representation of women? And they he literally face palms and they all start laughing. And he says, stop filming. Cut the cameras. I'm sorry. You just made you made me laugh too much. Can we do this? Can we do it again? Okay. the Uh. the um, the Taliban was also questioned on free speech. At a press conference this week, in response, the Taliban spokesman said these questions are better sent to Facebook and other companies who claim to support speech rights, but uh, they censor anyway. This question should be asked to those people who are uh, claiming to be promoters of freedom of speech, uh, who do not allow uh, publication of all information. I can ask Facebook. company uh, this question should be asked to them <laughs> oh my god do i trust the taliban or zuck more on free speech principles answering that question is harder than it should be to be honest taliban taliban more pro free speech just depends yeah. what you want to talk about in both contexts it depends they're they're very pro freedom in certain uncertain controversial subjects it's just like israel or in the case of Zuck, um, you can say all sorts of inflammatory progressive things, yeah. but you can't uh, you can't say other things. So I don't know. You know, it, th- people can say what they want about the Taliban, but none of this tranny nonsense is going to infiltrate Muslim communities. Pros and cons. You take the good and I the know, bad. I you know. know. Women have to cover their faces and be forced into marriages and be gang raped and everything. But at like least that. they get to be women. But at least they get to <laughs> now. Uh, does the Taliban, in fact, have a strong meme game too? You know I, they do. <laughs> the verification on this was very difficult. Um, I can verify that the account and the meme are real. As far as what this guy does for the Taliban or in Afghanistan, I'm still not clear. But supposedly, a Taliban fighter replied to someone <laughs> this week on Twitter with this Chad Wojak meme. Showing a soyjack screaming at the Taliban Chad, uh, your culture is racist, sexist, homophobic, anti-Semitic, and a threat to our liberal democratic society. You literally treat women like property. And the Chad Taliban man replies, yes, while his three wives uh, behind him say they are finished making him dinner. Habibi. Some alleged that this post is fake. Since it can no longer be found, the the original reply post can't be found on the guy's profile. But he said in response to Lauren Southern and some others that he uh, 
he did in fact make the meme and he reposted it again in a different tweet. So whoever this guy is, he is in fact posting these memes. I don't know what his relationship with the Taliban is or what he does in Afghanistan, but it does look like he scored a sweet uh, M4 kit out of the deal. So congratulations to him. I'm very jealous of uh, that setup, but good for him. What are we supposed to think about this? (laughs) If if the Taliban is out memeing us, it's not that we're not in trouble with all the other botchery, but if we can't even run the meme game, man, have we suffered an embarrassing loss. My God. And you want to talk about further embarrassment. Last thing I'll say about Afghanistan and the Taliban stuff. But we mentioned this last week. Trump is banned, of course, on Twitter, but Taliban spokesmen and Taliban Taliban propaganda just fine. In fact, the account that we just saw, like post your Chad Taliban memes all you want. Nobody cares. The Washington Post in an op ed this week wants you to believe that's not because of absurd terminal Trump derangement syndrome. That's actually because it's just a matter of principle that the Taliban is better behaved and follows the rules on Twitter. But Trump does not. The author says why Trump's ban and the Taliban aren't. They play by the rules referring to the Taliban. Here's a one selection from the story. The answer of why Trump is banned, but not the Taliban may simply be, according to analysts, that Trump's posts for years challenged platform rules against hate speech and inciting violence. Today's Taliban, by and large, does not. One analyst says the Taliban is clearly threading the needle regarding social media content policies and is not yet crossing the very distinct policy violating lines that Trump crossed. Okay. my God. So in other words, Trump is actually worse than the Taliban, at least on Twitter. And Twitter is just very judiciously applying its objective and fair rules. Seems perfectly legit to me. Any other thoughts on Afghanistan or the Taliban? Uh, Taliban rule in the United States win. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, it would be horrible. I don't want to live under the Taliban. But somebody uh, posed an interesting question to us on Wednesday. Who was he? Was actually a soldier in Afghanistan. He he said, um, "Has it occurred to anybody that the Taliban may be the founding fathers of Af- Afghanistan? Hmm. That they may erect a more stable political structure." than previous governments and shouldn't as a people shouldn't we respect that i mean we act like they're going to be murderous and historically they have been very murderous uh but what if this is the most stable governmental system that the afghan people have seen what if this is some semblance of of democratic rule for them the afghan army caved they clearly have made deals with the taliban yeah it's uh it's a very interesting moral question uh what is of greater moral importance or what's higher on the priority stack the moral violations that are happening in afghanistan and will continue to happen or respect for the autonomy of those people and how far does respect for autonomy go how 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 much or how many abuses can we tolerate or should we tolerate i don't know that i have uh, a great answer for that question but my view in general is we should be we should be focusing more on moral injustices at home and until we achieve that elusive moral perfection among our neighborhoods we should be very cautious about policing that sort of thing 
in other parts of the world. Now, of course, I mean, at a minimum, what this has taught us is that we are too incompetent and morally eroded as a culture and as and in the government to to be an empire or to do any kind of nation building. We have lost that right as a people. We are we, we cannot do that, in, in, yeah. especially in countries like this. And to be as fair as possible to the war effort, um, that sort of world policing nation building became kind of a transformation of the original purpose, the mm-hmm. original purpose of going to get the guys responsible for attacking us. And I understand there are varying opinions <laughs> on all of that, but the principle of going to get people who attack us, uh, I don't necessarily have a problem with. In fact, I think we should, if people attack us, we should go flatten them. Um, but this, this changed into something else over a span of 20 years. And you know, as we talked about last week, um, not every human heart yearns for what Americans yearn for. No matter how morally justified, I believe that American or at least the former American heart yearning was. I don't know that it gives us a right to impose that sort of thing on other people. And indeed, imposing freedom on other people is a contradiction. That is a paradox. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. And is that even what we were doing? We had so many financial interests in the region. And then, you know, Libya was, it was a pretty good proxy for what's going on here. We, Gaddafi was a piece of shit. However, he was really keeping things together. Um, Well, and like it or not, and (laughs) I'm not going to advocate for Islamo-fascist dictatorship, but... But what if that's what they want? Well, but it does seem that there's something about that part of the world where they want the strongman authoritarian leader, and that's how their societies function. And I think there are all sorts of moral problems, A, B, and C, with that arrangement. But is it my role to tell them how to live and to police them into it? I, I got way more problems right next to my own house that I need to fix uh, more immediately than that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, all right, we will update uh, more on Afghanistan in coming streams, I'm sure. Uh, We will get to the very, very legit DC bomb threat after this, but we are due for a break. We should uh, catch up with some chats. Sure. Uh, Jeffrey O'Neill, Australia, Canton of China, dogs in shelter shot because of Rona. Oh, yeah, did you hear about about this? Terrible. 12 million people under 9 p.m. curfew, playground shut. Police said will enforce the law. Um, will proles riot? Is that what, what does this mean? Vax is freedom. Never give up your guts. I know yeah. that that's so horrible. I, I would love that if a killing of a dog sparked a, a spirit of revolution within these people. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I mean, we even joke about your sympathy for Indian dogs. Even and, sociopaths love dogs there's something about the abuse of animals and if people aren't familiar my understanding is in australia they shot dogs to prevent people from coming to adopt them under the new lockdown and they didn't even put them down in a humane way they shot them because that itself is deemed too risky for one reason or another so they shot dogs dead uh, you know, in true ATF style or something like that. I did open the treasure chest on a. Oh, will the so. proletariat riot? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, thank you, Lazarus Rex. Did you guys see the FBI's findings that there was little or no evidence, yes, of armed insurrection on January sixth? We're about to talk about that, or the media's complete lack of coverage about it. Uh, yes, I also noticed that. Although I don't pay attention to CNN, I know you watch CNN when you drink your coffee or whatever at six a.m. <laughs> I, but, um, I actually watch i watch nbc i don't have a cable subscription but i do have over the air tv and i like to hear what they're saying 
And they didn't say anything about it? I did not hear any mention of the FBI's uh, report. Although, was it released on Friday? I can't remember. It might have been after mm, the morning Three broadcast. days ago. I yeah. doubt that when I turn on the news in the morning, they will get right to that evidentiary finding from the FBI. I'm sure that they mentioned it briefly, if at all. Long Don John, Matt and I once made love, and the pictures of it are on Matt's OnlyFans. Everyone get them while you still can't. Why did they um, stop doing all this? Was it a moral decision? I have no idea. I assume everybody knows, but yeah, uh, porn, as far as I understand, just porn banned on OnlyFans coming October 1st. Nudes still okay, but you can't show straight up sexual activity. Oh. Okay. So, yeah, I, so I don't know. So it's not going to affect like Belle Delphine. I don't know. I don't know who's Has doing what. Has she transitioned what and... to porn yet? Let me know in the live chat. Hmm. I know you guys know. Um, Daniel Kunkel, under the guise of punishing Russia for poisoning a dissident, Biden is banning the import of Russian arms and ammo, but all this will do is make arms and ammo more expensive or unobtainable for U.S. citizens. Heard that. I haven't looked into it very much, but I, I read a stat that up to 40% of the U.S. ammo market is from Russia. That that made me really that skeptical. That can't possibly be true. But Russia produces uh. a lot of cheap steel case ammo. That people like to buy, especially in the current ammo squeeze. So whatever their portion of the market is, if you remove a lot of the cheap steel case stuff, even if you don't buy that, uh, it's going to drive the price of brass up higher as well. So just when you thought the ammo market was getting a little bit better, Joe sneaks in with some new import rules and they probably uh, probably get worse in the coming weeks and months. It was a payment processor issue. Damn. Oh, I shouldn't have even entertained that this might be a moral decision. That's interesting. Well, don't uh, I want I still wonder why they would cave because don't the porn people have payment processors, too? There's got to be like porn payment processors, hmm. but maybe they just know. didn't want to convert their whole company to a different thing. Belle Delphine is doing actual porn now. I thought she was just showing her boobs. Hmm. That's that's disappointing. Um, Mojack 420, a glowing fed drives to the Capitol and claims to have a bomb. And now anyone who questions the government is a terrorist. But five Israelis arrested in a moving van with explosives. By the GW Bridge, we're talking to Bridge, and that's forgotten. What are you talking about? Was that this week, or is that when was that? I actually don't know. know anything about it. Um, let's Google five Israelis arrested in uh, George Washington Bridge. Um, Holden Mulray, hi, truth seekers. I want to recognize my dad who passed away this week. I'm sorry to hear mm. that. He was 78, lived a full life, and taught me to fear no man. God bless you all. Um, Luke 12, 4, Psalm 90. 10. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, all the best to you and your family. And uh, now you get to carry on his legacy and his memory. And uh, I hope I hope you find peace and purpose in that. And thank you uh, for the for your support for the show as well. Um, Grim turd. I almost want Joe show me where you were touched on the puppet Biden to remain president if only to keep Kamala sleep your way to the top Harris out of it. Oh, it was 9-11. What am I thinking? That's what. Oh, oh. <laughs> I guess I, I am it's not. Like, wow, hip was to this that. this week? This happened again. <laughs> I'm not hip to that piece of information, but I will. I will do my research. Can I say this, Black Magic? I. I always got to check in on Black Magic's chats because he's pushing the limits of what Susan will allow. Let's see what we got. Oh, this one's not bad. Okay, white <laughs> oh, okay. soup cream assist. So I assume he's trying oh. to make me say white supremacist. Yeah, he okay. went he went very spicy with this bit last. Oh yeah, week. it was really bad. Was yeah, <laughs> that one was 
That one was definitely Susan Bates. This one I think will pass just fine. That's fine. Uh, Boogeyman917, I doubt it. I still don't have that that sounder handy. That's my failure. Got to plug it in. Uh, Mostly Peaceful Gun Owner. Matt and I once made love. It was a great lay. It was a terrific, terrific lay. It was a tremendous lay. Frankly, the best you can ask anybody about that. People often do, I'm told. It was the Mostly Peaceful and Matt. That was four days ago, five days ago. It doesn't even matter. That's way in the past. We'll speak no more. That was five days ago. (laughs) Last one for right now. um, If I can scroll up, which I can't. So that was the last one for right now. Stupid. Oh, I have one more if you want. Okay. Can you read Uh, it? Andrew says convict, but judge that was four days ago, five days (laughs) ago. Judge, you killed 20 people and ate their livers. With uh, fava beans, fava beans yeah. and Chianti. Oh, Chianti. Sorry for my mispronunciation. Uh, <gasps> convict. Come on, man. Yeah, well. Come on, man. We'll see man. if Joe survives to launch such a defense. Oh, I was able to scroll up. Let's do a few more. Eric J. Now we need the leftist feminists and LGBT community to go fight the patriarchy in Afghanistan. Yes. <laughs> that, if we have to redeploy purple-haired paratroopers dropping into the Kabul airport, just... Let me have a lawn chair somewhere where I can watch from afar. Oh, and, that would uh, be so funny. Yeah, love to see it. There's a beheading video I'd watch. <laughs> uh, incompetent hands. For the journalistic people... purposes, Susan. Yes, not... totally. Yeah. Uh, the people who talk about justice aren't very social. The people who demand equity don't want you to build any. The people who claim to be looking out for you are actually looking into you. Thanks, Matt and Bob. Mm. That's true. That is a that's a deep one, and uh, one I think is yeah, one I think is true. Simon Rashik, January sixth was more than four or five days ago. So come on, man, don't worry about it. You know the thing. Yeah, <laughs> you can use it as a catch-all defense. Everyone should go with this. All right, we're good over here. For okay, one. let's uh, see what's going on. Um, let's see. My Trovo is all quiet, so either the system is broken or you guys are crickets over there. But uh, I know Trovo has had issues in the past. So if I'm missing any of your chance on trouble, I apologize. Let's see. Uh, over on D live. Uh, Sacco McButterstone. Thanks for supporting the show. ETC. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see. It looks like we're good there. And then let's check in on tippy stream. We'll get right back to the, uh, to the bomb threat news. Okay. Uh, David Milster says, hey, guys, this is the guy who sparked the debate over getting the jab on Wednesday. Just clarifying, I'm not getting the jab um, and I'm choosing to make the school system fire me. They have a hard enough time getting teachers to stay. God bless. Well, um, good for you for standing up for your beliefs. I assume this is related to the stuff we're talking about on Wednesday as far as like uh when to sacrifice for your family and when to stand up at all costs and all those sorts of things. So um yeah, let me know how it goes, man. And thank you for fighting the good fight and for standing up for your basic freedom to do that. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. John says uh last week people seemed disheartened that there there are not more fighting back about COVID. Uh when they start crossing the line of no return, there will be such a cacophony of violence. It will drown out the shot heard around the world. Who establishes the line? Well this is what worries me. And again, this is theoretical Susan, not advocacy. Don't want to see any of this. I, I legitimately don't. I'm not even speaking sarcastically. But when power yeah. concentrates, it does get released rather bluntly yep it, it the people who 
control the people who amass the power rarely release and decentralize it again it generally gets released by force and um, that is not a pretty picture to see so i i worry about i worry about exactly what you're talking about that this (laughs) this doesn't end with sort of a similar uh series of steps back to normal like the series of steps that took us here it ends with a cliff edge and the cliff edge is very dangerous and very messy and very bad that's how it's gonna go but these people keep pushing toward the cliff edge and and the people who are portrayed as violent extremists like perhaps this show no we're the ones saying please stop there's a cliff edge ahead i'm telling you it's gonna be really bad stop (laughs) they're like oh no and they just keep pushing 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 it Uh, Kim says, and thank you, John. Kim says part one COVID insanity, uh, acquaintances have recently experienced having to eat lunch separated from vaccinated workers. Good God. Elderly man, elderly man couldn't see the doctor until negative COVID test came back four days after an initial visit ended up needing antibiotics, biotics. Sorry. Uh, so you got sick old man can't see the doctor for a week almost because he needs a negative COVID test. When he actually has a severe illness. Oh my gosh. Interesting. Part two. Young girl, uh, approximately 12, was told she's ineligible for a CF treatment study. Cystic fibrosis? I assume. Because she wasn't vaccinated. The nurse was mistaken and did apologize for the mistake. But there are some trial or study treatments being withheld from unvaxxed patients. We have a story similar to this coming up about a man who... Is apparent, he was t- apparently taken off the heart transplant yes. transplant list in Seattle for similar reasons. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, thank you for the stories. It, it is unbelievable. Remember when it was about protecting the vulnerable? And now the vulnerable, just like everybody else, if they don't get the stab, fuck them. Kick them to yep. the curb. Yeah. Okay. Phil says, the press lies about everything. Yet we are supposed to believe that some glorified goat farmers know how to use biometric equipment to hunt down their political yeah. enemies. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah. I think the, yeah. the bigger point is why do they have it? Like, can they use it? I don't know. But they shouldn't have it either. And we just kind of probably can find somebody to teach them how to use it. Right. I don't know. Maybe there's a YouTube tutorial on that. Um, <laughs> it's all emotionally manipulating us uh, into accepting refugees into our homes and that that is ha- a lot of the people coming out of afghanistan they're not necessarily u.s citizens they're people with a claim to political persecution and listen yeah. i don't doubt that there are a lot of political enemies of the taliban who face absolute brutality for their mere presence there we do have to question if this is the wisest thing we can possibly do is just ship people over to this country in fact i saw a report You'll be delighted to know about halfway between the two of us, Afghan refugees incoming to Missoula. So, you know, you head over this way. Uh, be advised. We'll oh see. Oh my gosh. What are they going to do out there? I don't know. But perhaps you want to have your hijab ready to go. And maybe you guys will get along better than you thought. They probably have dank memes like we talked about. It's, yeah. it's probably not that bad. It's probably not the worst people in Missoula. That, full, that place is full of pink haired hippies. <laughs> So, yeah, really. you know, well, be careful. Really, I got really some not. hateful emails for talking for talking about that. For talking about what? I in jest said that our country is already destroyed with immigration, and we might as well just let in all these Afghan refugees, these supposed freedom-loving Afghan refugees, because I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. well, I, I we will get the opportunity to find out. I suppose the experiment is on. It seems Yukon Don. 
Thank you for uh, supporting the show. Appreciate it. And last one for now. I am now. not going to be niggardly. Phil says, uh, take a look at the architects of the Iraq war. Uh, hit that early life. The nation building was how these ghouls sold the war. Yes. But it was always um, it was always the goal to destroy the enemies of the home country and get many Americans, as many Americans killed as possible. Well, that is a spicy but carefully worded chat. <laughs> and as always, to Phil and the rest of our chatters, we will circle back to your chats later in the show. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. Let's talk about uh, this very serious, very near catastrophe bomb threat of a man in a lifted, muddy pickup truck. And I guess I thought initially I thought it was in front of the Capitol, but it was actually no, it was in front the of the Library of Congress. Yeah, like across the street. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is from the ATF press conference. A man in a black pickup truck drove onto the sidewalk in front of the Library of Congress. We responded to a disturbance call. The driver of the truck told the responding officers on the scene that he had a bomb and what appeared to be a detonator on the man's hand. So we immediately evacuated the nearby buildings. Eventually, they arrested the suspect. He surrendered peacefully. He's now in custody. He's probably going to get life in prison for this. Law enforcement officials continue to search the area throughout the day and the next day and around the truck. Um, the Library of Congress was closed police believe he was acting alone let's play this clip yeah i have some uh, he was live streaming to facebook this guy mm -hmm. uh what's his name roseberry live streaming to facebook throughout this incident and it's largely incoherent but he's talking about i have these four bombs that have, some military personnel helped me design or i have one bomb and there are four others and really, we just want Joe Biden to launch airstrikes against Afghanistan. This is nothing about the people because we love all the LGBT and all the races. But we just want Joe to bomb Afghanistan. And also, I'm going to bomb you feds, I guess, is what he was saying. I told you there's four more sitting all around this town. And I have, I have no idea really where they're at. We all came in different ways, but we came from the same place. No control over your military expertise. The ones that was trained, one that trained the people that's in the military now. He made this. He didn't have the two legs, but he said he knows it works because he's used them many a time. Let them come. Black, white, lesbian, gay, LGBT. It don't matter. We're Americans. People's tired, Joe. Just send somebody here to talk to me. I'll tell you what they want. First thing they want is airstrikes in Afghanistan. Kick that Taliban's ass and keep them from killing people. This is an inauthentic Southern accent. You think so? There was this a lot of like speculation on that. Doing an impression of a hick. He's supposedly from North Carolina. That is Roseberry. The claim. Can we get an early life check on this guy? Live chat. Hmm. <clears throat> anyway, he's clearly an FBI informant. But <clears throat> this is from Information Liberation. And this is a good theory. I thought this was solid. So one theory, just to break down the most likely scenario here, the FBI had their undercover agents target and entrap another mentally ill man, probably after seeing him shooting his mouth off on Facebook by convincing him that he was the point man for a patriot revolution and the military had his back and set up bombs around the Capitol so they would explode if he was shot. They provided him with explosive materials and a fake bomb that he couldn't detonate so he could get life in prison and be put away forever with no one ever hearing his real story. The four other bombs, his military handlers told him they set up around the Capitol obviously didn't exist. And the bomb they gave him was obviously 
inoperable. I think that's a that's a pretty solid theory. But double tinfoil on this one. This guy was just a, an actor, FBI informant of sorts. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what his uh, identity as a layperson is. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I found I found the southern accent suspicious. And then why do you throw in that part about like him being fine with the homosexuals? I and don't black know. Women? I don't know. As you mentioned, the as the story correctly says, and as you mentioned, um, the charges he's facing include attempted use of a weapon of mass destruction. It was not, but I get what they mean. It was claimed to be. The, it was allegedly a threat to use one, I get. Um, which is punishable by life in prison. We'll, we'll yeah. see how that works out. And use or attempted use of an explosive device, which is also punishable by up to 10 years in prison at a court hearing on Friday. um, They had a court hearing through zoom. Roseberry told the judge he's been, he had been gone two days without his medication, which includes blood pressure meds and what he referred to as his quote mind medicine. And because of his lack of mind medicine or whatever condition he was in, he says he wasn't sure he could follow the court proceedings. So that's why they're, having him undergo a competency evaluation before his next court appearance, which is supposed to be sometime this week. Um, It is also reported that a day before the standoff, a person tipped off police to Roseberry saying he was expressing anti-government views and had expressed intent to travel to DC or Virginia to conduct acts of violence. And believe me, given the, um, the Whitmer news that keeps coming out about how, how that thing was almost certainly an entire, a total FBI concoction. And some of the suspicions that people have about January 6th and patterns of this sort of behavior going way back. It does not take me much convincing to believe that this is some sort of fed op to get Joe out of a very inconvenient week. The only pushback that I have on that is if that was the case, this is already out of the news cycle. It pretty much disappeared and nobody really seems to care. Yeah, it and didn't work at all. Yeah. It and, and the media are still going hard after Joe, uncharacteristically so, on this Afghanistan stuff. They're really not covering for him much at all. Yeah. Uh, even CNN is shocked, as we just saw with Clarissa Ward and others, shockingly being pretty hard on Joe. And that itself brings you into new layers of tinfoil. Are we uh, circling the wagons to prepare for the next stage? You got Kamala Harris going off to California and apparently going to Vietnam and doing all these other stupid, unimportant things that kind of keep her sheltered from the controversy of the time. It, are we looking at the putting of Joe out to the pasture. Yeah. But where does this fit? Where does this fit into that? I guess if this is a fed op, where does this fit into that? I don't know. Uh, Who knows? Maybe it'll reveal itself to us later. Hmm. Well, thank God the FBI saved us from this assured terrorist attack without their intervention. And, uh, you know, in other FBI developments this week, Uh, We got a report through U.S. News and World Report or Reuters, I I guess, uh, reported through U.S. News and World Report. The FBI, uh, according to the sources quoted in this piece, basically no evidence after months and months, not just of investigation, but as many characterized the largest and most extensive investigation in the history of the Bureau has produced has been unable to produce pretty much any evidence for the central claim that we've been told this entire time that this wasn't just a bunch of rowdy people, some of whom are acting like jackasses 
This was some sort of plot to overthrow the government. This is akin to a civil war action. Now the report is they have uh, a, a quote scant evidence that yeah. there was any coordination at all. Yeah, they they said this law enforcement senior law enforcement official with knowledge of the investigation. I hate it when they do this. Anonymous sources it. say you it's always have to be a little skeptical, but. 90 to 95% of these are one-off cases. Then you have a 5% maybe of these militia groups that were more closely organized, but there was no grand scheme with Roger Stone or Alex Jones and all these people to storm the Capitol and take hostages. No shit. There's clips of Alex Jones outside the Capitol saying, stop, don't be violent. Don't be crazy. Stop, stop. (laughs) There was never, they act like, oh, everyone thought Alex Jones did this. There was never any implicating information uh, or evidence against Alex Jones. No, and, and they still of, managed to nab Owen, though. I was going to say, yeah, our guy Owen Schroyer charged this week for, as far as I understand, standing on the Capitol steps, unless I'm missing yeah. some information. No, you're not. Uh, yeah. He stood yeah. there. Did you see that he was also charged or at least arrested at the Texas Rangers baseball park for hanging up a Trump one sign? Not asked to take down the sign and maybe even leave the venue. The cops were called on him, even though he didn't resist for putting up a Trump one sign in Texas at a baseball game. Seriously? Yeah, Yeah, this was a few weeks ago. Oh, my gosh. We should probably Um, get in touch. He probably has good stories for us. I would like to hear his perspective. He got bailed out, right? I don't know. I don't know what his current status is, but I did see he's in a cell somewhere with baked Alaska. Probably. He's probably in isolate. He's probably being waterboarded right now. Actually, that known terrorist, Owen Schroyer. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Of course, they added this. FBI investigators did find that cells of protesters, including followers of the far right Oath Keepers and Proud Boys, had aimed to break into the Capitol, but they found no evidence that the groups had serious plans about what to do if they made it inside. That's like five people on a group thread like, yo, we should get into the Capitol. Yeah. They didn't have any plans. They were just shooting the shit. Prosecutors filed conspiracy charges against 40 of these defendants, alleging they engaged in some degree of planning before the attack. But I bet all that's bullshit too. We have roughly 570 total charges Mm-hmm. And the worst of those is, I guess, felony assault charges by those. Were they Lebanese or Libyan? They were like Middle Eastern guys who bear sprayed in the general vicinity of, of Capitol Brian Police. Sicknick, and yeah. Brian Sicknick caught like a whiff of the bear spray. There's actually video of it. And uh, he's just standing there like 30 yards away from this. That's the worst charges that were brought were these felony assault charges out of 570 cases. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. And and how much could you really have planned if you didn't even plan what to do once you got in? Yeah, planning you, to walk into the Capitol do, is, is hardly a crime. And if Conspiracy your plan is government, yeah, government overthrow, like you might need a gun. You yeah. Might need Conspiracy some... to trespass. What a waste of everybody's time. Yeah. Um, they alleged one proud boy leader recruited members and urged them to stockpile bulletproof vests and other military style equipment in the weeks before the attack. Hmm. One guy, Mr. Fed, Mr. <laughs> Fed infiltrator into the Proud Boys. I've met a lot of Proud Boys. These are not like this is not a paramilitary organization. It's a it's a man's club for like games and drinking. Isn't Enrique Tario a known Fed informant now too? Didn't isn't hasn't he yeah. been? He I don't know he what his deal out? is. I don't I don't know. Anyway, what a waste of time. Watch out for your friends these days. <laughs> 
Um, that's this, that's you, Hannah. I have a friend. I well, and one of one of us two is the Fed on this show. Statistically, that, wouldn't that be? And something? it's not me. So I guess it's you. <gasps> <laughs> one of my favorite quotes you've ever said, and trust me, there are plenty of quotables. But would I know if I'm a Fed? Is one of my favorite things that you've ever said. Would I know? Would I know if I'm a Fed? Everyone Maybe should my be husband's asking. a Fed and he's just been playing me, and then yeah. he's going to be like, "Well, we have a baby together, so you just have to." <laughs> you just have to fed out with me now and i'd be like shit i do because you're of in submission. it now. there's no yeah, going back submission that's true the last thing i wanted to say on this story there's a quote on impeachment in here and the ongoing investigation to connect trump in public comments last month to the democratic-led congressional committee formed to investigate the violence this was the they called me the n-word hearing you remember Police officers injured in the mayhem urged lawmakers to determine whether Trump helped instigate it. Some Democrats have said they want him to testify, but the FBI has so far found no evidence that he or people directly around him were involved in organizing the violence, according to four current and former law enforcement officials. There goes your justification for impeachment. There goes your justification for all the social media bans. There goes your justification for the depersoning. But all of those purported justifications aren't going to get censored as misinformation anytime soon. We, it, not that this is breaking news that we've been bullshitted this entire time. Is it bullshitted or bullshat? What's your preferred <laughs> past tense? We've been bullshat this entire time. That's not breaking news, but you know, sometimes you just like to read the confirmation of it. <laughs> More demonstrations about being bullshat. We are a little tight on time, so I'm going to try to hustle. And we've talked so much, Rona, that you know I don't need to belabor the points but of course as we frequently discuss with our chatters and the rest of our audience the the vaccine mandates and the other coercion methods are rolling out around the country and as they do we have to stop and repeat the same lesson that has been true um ever since they asked you to stay home for two weeks to slow the spread if you are complying so that they'll leave you alone and this will go back to normal. Remember that your compliance is why they'll never leave you alone and this will never go back to normal. Something to think about because there is no end. And the minute you play one round in their game of Simon Says, the next round comes right along, no matter how far in this progression we go. So first it was stay at home and then it was put on the mask, then stay at home and put on the mask, then get the vaccine and then put on the mask again, even though you got the vaccine. And now it's get the vaccine, even though you already got the vaccine. That's right. The CDC is now saying they are seeing increased evidence that early vaccinations are losing effectiveness against the Delta variant and other strains. So that means that um, that you need to get right in line for a booster shot uh, starting next month. Uh, in September. In other words, if you were a good boy or a good girl who stepped right up to get the stab at the earliest possibility, your reward, according to them, is stepping right up to get another shot. If it didn't work um, as well as it was expected the first time, of course, it surely will work just excellently uh, with additional stabs. This according to uh, CDC director Rochelle Walensky this week. We are seeing concerning evidence of waning vaccine effectiveness over time and against the Delta variant. Additionally, reports from our international colleagues suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those vaccinated early. Given this body of evidence, we are concerned that the current strong protection against severe infection, hospitalization, and death could decrease in the months ahead. In the context of these concerns, we are planning for Americans to receive booster shots. 
starting next month to maximize vaccine-induced protection. Why would okay. anybody get the vaccine then? Uh, they're, they're, the, the message there is it doesn't have the sort of long-term protection that they expected it to. But it surely does if you keep taking it over and over and over again. And if you thought the vaccine mandates were unwelcome, just wait until you check out the booster mandates. How current will your vaccine passport have to be? Yeah, I know. This is where Whereas we're natural immunity has shown to have some element of longevity. There's uh, evidence that it's more durable and, and tougher than the vaccine immunity. Yeah. I told you I was an American hero for infecting all those people deliberately. <laughs> you did a great service to the country. We will always recognize. <laughs> uh, and speaking of, you know, the science, first it was get the vaccine because that will make you immune. And then the science has is now evolving, as it always does, in one particular totalitarian direction. Funny that. But, you know, the science of what uh, barriers work, we, we can't question the science of the masks because we don't want the Rand Paul treatment. But I think it's OK to question the science of those stupid plexiglass barriers that were put up all across the country from your local gas station to your local restaurant to wherever. If you're that seemed like the dumbest of all of this to me, as though the virus can't just go around or over or under those things. But according to this New York Times piece. Intuition tells us that a plastic shield would be protective against germs. Does it? That's not my intuition. I never. Okay. What about all the germs? Whatever. I don't know. But intuition tells us that. But scientists who study aerosols, airflow, and ventilation say that much of the time, the barriers don't help and probably give people a false sense of security. And sometimes the barriers can make things worse. So it's not just that they did nothing. There's evidence to suggest they actually made it worse. A study published in June and led by researchers from Johns Hopkins showed that desk screens in cl- in classrooms were associated with an increase ri- increased risk of coronavirus infections. There's no- another study reference from Georgia that showed it had no effect. Why? But I want to be clear, Susan. So uh, the plastic at the gas station, when you're talking to the clerk, that does nothing. But if both of you were to put plastic face shields on affixed to your head, that is a surefire way to slow the spread. <laughs> you, 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 you know that pla- it's just how the plastic is uh, cut and affixed. Yeah. That's really yeah. all that matters. Um, you know, as always, trust the science until a year later when they tell you it wasn't actually science. It was just made up bullshit. So it's uh, just that the ventilation, okay, the ventilation is disrupted and so you can't get like a normal airflow. I I fail to see why that would matter. That's what they're saying is that it actually promotes uh, kind of the stagnation of air or that air stays put instead of circulating more naturally, which itself is damaging. Okay. Yeah. Okay, can, so I guess it just builds up within there, the confines. Of yeah, there. you build like a, I guess, a block of of calm or trapped air around you hmm. that actually preserves more viral particles in that air, I suppose. I guess but, that makes sense. But um, man, I, I wish I could give this story a little more attention, but uh, we are up on time. But I just I want people to be aware of this story as was referenced by the previous chatter. The reasoning this entire time has been protect the vulnerable. Sure, you may not be at risk, but you must protect the vulnerable or you will forever be a scumbag who will be shunned from society. Except now that the vaccine rollout and the progression towards vaccine mandates uh, with all of that development, we don't actually care about the vulnerable, at least in many cases. 
Uh, we saw this in part through Tim Pool this week, who was calling up New York restaurants and confirming that they're not going to allow medically exempt people from coming into their places if they aren't vaccinated. So sorry that you have a very compromising disease that prevents you yeah. from vaccination. If you aren't vaccinated, yeah. you can't come to my taco truck or whatever else. And then we have this story out of Seattle. University of Washington Medical Center pulls a heart transplant patient from the recipient list because he refused the vaccine. According to Jason Rance at KTTH in Seattle, University of Washington Medicine removed a 64-year-old man from the transplant wait list. He's been on the wait list for two and a half years for a heart transplant. The hospital made the decision after the man refused to be vaccinated against coronavirus. They said they would consider adding him back to the wait list if he satisfies their, quote, compliance concerns. Now, this is uh, oh, the man also refused to wear a mask. And he says because it, it makes his breathing harder and he has a whole list of compromising heart conditions, hence his need for a transplant. Mm -hmm. now, this is all according to the man himself who's speaking with Jason Rance, the radio host. The hospital is not really answering questions about it. They also don't deny the claims, though. Um Rance also references a liver transplant patient making similar claims that he was dropped from the hospital's list again because of vaccine refusal. So hospital spokeswoman Susan Gregg originally said that the hospital merely recommends that transplant candidates be vaccinated. She later changed her message to say that UW physicians make decisions regarding vac So UW physicians make decisions regarding vaccine recommendations based on the risk factors of the individual patient. So piecing it together, the doctors in their judgment, as far as understanding are saying, as far as I understand, are saying, if you don't get the coronavirus vaccine, you are for some reason a risk to yourself or others. And therefore, you're we're not doing your transplant because it's too risky, I suppose, in the same way or it's compromised in the same way that maybe they tell you not to eat or drink before a certain surgery. But if you disobey those directions, well, that's going to complicate their efforts. They're treating their directive to get you the vaccine as though it compromises the transplant procedure, I believe, right. is how this is being interpreted. It's so unfair. Um, but it's doctor discretion for who's eligible for the transplant. And the doctors in this case have decided against the patients. Um, remember, the tenant do no harm. Uh, yeah. Also, one of the many principles we are abandoning, it, uh, abandoning, it would appear, um, the only remaining principle that matters is you will get the stab or else. That is above the Hippocratic Oath itself. Well, it yeah, this is why you guys shouldn't be organ donors if you are. Because you didn't do consent we, to this. I, I, I actually am. Should I? No. <laughs> you know, somebody once told gonna me. They're going to harvest me. <laughs> I don't remember who. I think it was an EMT. But somebody credible once was like, don't be an organ donor. Because if you're in a life or death situation, they'll let you die. Hmm. Maybe there's some truth to that. I, I You know, I could believe it. Yeah. Last piece on uh, coronavirus. There's um, there's oh. very little they're not going to destroy in pursuit of this effort. We we saw this. Um, we've saw, we've seen what's happening in Australia over the summer. You have military enforced lockdowns. Effectively, they're shooting dogs to stop them from being adopted and um, passing the dreaded Delta variant. And we saw an Australian health official earlier in the summer say something to the effect of don't talk to your neighbors when you see them, because even that's too risky. Well, now New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern is saying the same thing. She came out at a press conference this week and said, don't live your life. Don't leave your house. Don't even talk to your neighbors. Uh, effectively, don't be a human being. Stay local and do not congregate. 
don't talk to your neighbours. Please keep to your bubbles. We know from overseas uh, cases of the Delta variant that it can be spread by people simply walking past one another. So keep those movements outside to the bare minimum, wear a mask, and make sure you keep up that physical distancing. Don't go outside unless it's necessary and don't talk to your neighbors. Maddening. Anybody who who thinks that is science is brainwashed. That is simply isolate and control. That is a control mechanism. When you isolate people from their peers, you make sure that they don't talk to each other. And when they don't talk to each other, they lose the ability to discuss how all of this is bullshit. And when you don't discuss (laughs) how all of this is bullshit, you start to believe, wow, everybody buys into this, but not me. I must be the crazy one in the same way you walk around the grocery store and everyone's wearing a mask and you think, I guess everybody's really afraid, but really everyone's wearing a mask to prevent themselves from being accosted by you, even though you don't care about the mask. Also, everyone's just afraid of being confronted is it. But if you guys actually talk to each other, you'd realize, whoa, we both know this is bullshit. It happened to me at the furniture store back in the spring when they had a sign on the door that said, wear a mask. And we wanted them to make a nice bed for us. So we went in there wearing the stupid mask and and my wife drank some water. And the lady said, I know, aren't these a pain in the ass? And I said, wait a minute. What do you mean? These are a pain in the ass. We don't want to wear this. She's like, I don't want to wear this. It's the Spider-Man meme. Like I I was wearing it because of you. I was wearing it because of you. That's what they want us doing. Don't talk to your neighbors so that you think that they're just as crazy as Jacinda Ardern. That's how they control you. And uh, by by the way, I'm sure you saw, but uh, if you didn't, do you have a guess of how many cases have infiltrated New Zealand? One. One. One one solo case in a country of 5 million people, which if there's only one person, why don't you just isolate that person? They can watch uh, daytime TV reruns for two weeks and everybody else can go about their business. Yeah, I know. So what happens when you put a woman in charge? Fear-based <sighs> political politicians, yeah. And I remember the 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 love fest for her because not just a woman, but a pregnant woman was in charge. It was a historical first. Well, are you ready for a little hoax hate? Yeah. And now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? As we'll get to in the Dr. Strangelove segment, I am no stranger to driving bits into the ground, and I will happily cover every (laughs) single backwards swastika ever spray painted on the face of the earth. That said, it is nice to see a new and creative entry into the hoax hate world every once in a while and say what you will about Dr. Michelle Fiscus in Tennessee. This is a new one. I've not heard of this one before. She was fired in July after she published guidance that said it's okay for Tennessee healthcare providers to give the vaccine to adolescents without parental consent. Now, Fiscus maintains that this was just her description of state law, and it is a correct description of state law. Her critics argue that she was encouraging and advocating for healthcare providers to stick teenagers with the jab without informing the parents. I haven't done a deep dive on the nature of that controversy, but those are the two sides of that argument. And either way, she was fired in July. But just before her firing, she claimed to have received a dog muzzle in the mail as some sort of message or threat. 
And of course, she ran straight to CNN and to Anderson Cooper to tell the story to the country. This was the segment at the time. The, the week before I was um, terminated from the Department of Health, I received a package that contained a dog muzzle. Um, and uh, at first I thought that was a joke and contacted a few friends. Um, and then uh, when no one claimed it, realized that that was something that was sent to me as uh, some nah. kind of a message, I suppose. You said something to your husband that he recounted. What was it you said? I said... That, that they obviously didn't know me because they sent me a size three, which is for beagles. And I'm obviously a pit bull, which requires a size six. So. <laughs> oh, my God, that is funny. Great joke. <laughs> uh, if you make a joke that doubles, if you make a joke about yourself that doubles as a fat joke, probably need to rethink that punchline. I'm oh. a size six because I'm a pit bull. Oh, I see. You meant you had a large mouth. Or a large snout, as opposed to other large things about you. Well, the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security subpoenaed Amazon. That's where the package came from, Amazon. And they, they wanted to find out who sent this dog muzzle. The package, it turns out, according to Amazon Records, was paid for by a credit card in Fiscus's name, when asked by investigators, Fiscus provided information for her Amazon account in her name, but it was a different account than the one used to purchase the muzzle. So whoever did it used a different account than the one that she's normally using to buy her various Amazon products. But the investigation concluded that the results of the results of this investigation uh, are or the results of this investigation that whatever this is weirdly phrased. The investigation results are purchases. <laughs> from both Amazon accounts were charged to the same American express credit card in the name of Dr. Michelle D. Fiscus. God, they don't cover their tracks at all. So it, it would appear that she simply created a second Amazon account, but did not like, listen, if you're going to do this hoax, you go and you get a visa gift card at Safeway or wherever yeah. like, you get something that's not traceable to cash. you dummy. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. But she's she's doubling down. She says, no, no, I asked Homeland Security to investigate the origin of the package. And they just they just provided this redacted report to Axios. Um, but the report says that a second account was made under my name from a phone in Washington. I'm waiting for an unredacted report. Hold tight. No, I didn't send it to myself. But that's not really what the investigation says. It's not just that someone created an account in your name. It's that they used the same Amex credit card that you right, use that for you all use. of your other purchases. So if you're saying that it was not you who made that charge, you are also alleging what? Credit card fraud. Did you make a fraudulent claim, a, a claim of a uh, of credit card fraud to American Express when you got this? Inf did you see the transaction on your credit card report and think that's weird? How did these people come into possession of your credit card information? And as though, oh, that it, it terrible, had a phone. terrible. Why would she do this? Why? This is moronic. I guess she just expected them not to investigate. Or figured if they look at the Amazon account, it's connected. To, I used a phone number from Washington as though it'd be impossible for her to put different right. contact information on it that isn't hers. If you use the Amex, it has your name on it, dummy. The, people, people are pushing back on this and saying, do you really think she's that dumb that she would call for an investigation into something she did herself? Yes, if she tried to yeah. cover her tracks, but did it incompetently. And I think that's what, exactly what happened here. Who would care enough? Who would care enough not only to send this lady a dog muzzle through Amazon, but also to steal her credit card information to do it? 
Yeah. Why? It's way more work than necessary. What does that thing cost? 20 bucks? Yeah. Why yeah. would you have to commit credit card fraud to do it? Then you're actually committing a crime. Like there's no crime in sending this lady an unsolicited dog muzzle. You're never <laughs> going to be prosecuted for that. You would be prosecuted or you would face some mechanism of justice if you stole her credit card information and created a fraudulent charge. So why would a criminal do that is the better question. Idiot. But just just to emphasize, in charge of what was her title? Um, <laughs> medical director and vaccine manager for the state of Tennessee. That's what she did. There's some strange correlations between this vaccine thing and. Uh, and, you know, liberal idiocy. Well, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's part of the whole religious piety that goes along with their their faith and the virtue signaling yeah. and the self-importance it's all yeah. interconnected somehow lastly before we get to the movie review i do have a bit of surprise cringe for you and i it's been a I'll, while i will be surprised if you've actually seen this one because this was a deep cut sent to me by a listener uh here is some cringe for your viewing pleasure afternoon miss is this an official volunteer's checkpoint? It is. Papers, man. There's no way that this can get any worse. They're branding people now. Neck check. Need another minute? Am I sensing a little attitude, miss? People might attack you if you're holding Zabi's hand. They're growing. They're more organized. And we need to move right now. Get on your knees. Bend to pray. Look at me. You can change. These are organized hunters with assault rifles out for blood. You want to get in this country? Everybody <laughs> walking this land. What? Is this where, like, white hicks kill Muslims? Is that what's going on? Yeah, generally. There's so, no Corona angle here, is there? I don't think so. Here okay. is the description that I have. This is obviously the trailer for the movie American Insurrection, available on digital platforms on October 8th. According to the description here, American Insurrection imagines a dystopian America where a civilian militia have started tracking anyone who isn't white, Christian, straight, oh. and cisgender through a barcoding system. A group of friends try to flee to Canada. Um Emphasis on imagine, I would say, because in reality, these supposed villains just want to be left alone, but these people won't actually leave them alone and they threaten that they're going to move to Canada, but they never actually do. That's closer to how this plays out in reality. But this is another fantasy about white conservatives hunting non-white progressives with total disconnect to anything close to reality. I, I, I would like to, to watch it. This. I would like to You're, watch it. Are you going to watch factor. it? Well, I'm, my movie time is taken up so much these days That's true, that I don't yeah. get to indulge in the cringe viewing that I formerly enjoyed as much. But I, I kind of would like to see this. I won't lie. Interesting. Interesting. October eighth. October eighth. If you would like to see it, is it American, is it just going to be released? And it's not going to be released in theaters. I, it I said never even select theaters, but that usually means you know what, like New York, L.A. You're you're probably yeah. not going to see it in our neck of the woods. And I don't think it would probably do 
very well in northern Idaho anyway. Unless they probably don't want to play it in northern Idaho for fear it would inspire you guys to uh, give you a great game plan. It's probably what I know. Like these people seem awesome. They're so organized. <laughs> Where do I join? <laughs> Checkpoints and barcodes t- tattooed into people. Brilliant. Yeah. Huh. Huh? All right. It is time for the movie review. In a world of movie references flying over his head, one man will finally watch them. This is the Matt and Blonde Show movie review. This week's movie is the 1964 Stanley Kubrick film Dr. Strangelove. As always, we start with your thoughts, Blonde. Um, so I, I know that this is a visually simple movie. It's, it's black and white. It has simple props. There's something of a lack of visual interest. It only occurs in like three different, maybe four different, um, uh, sets, the whole movie, but it is a hilarious commentary on the buffoonery of politicians and some generals in the military um, and the, the stupidity of the entire notion of nuclear deterrence when it would have just catastrophic outcomes in terms of loss of life. Uh, and then of course I, the scenes with, um, is it Ripper? Yeah. Yeah. General Ripper where he's talking about his essence and, and the, the fear of the fluoride, which was a big thing in the fifties and has persevered um, being a, being a communist uh propaganda technique i thought that was so funny and he's, t- he's talking about replenishing his bodily fluids yeah. it's just bizarre and funny i think this is a one of kubrick's finest films uh, i watch it today i think it really held up i i know you feel you feel differently. <laughs> I, I feel conflicted only insofar as i want to like this movie you know sometimes the movies i've hated i've taken great joy in hating them and this one this. was this one was a little more painful of a hate to write because on paper I should love it. On right. paper the themes of government incompetence perpetuating itself and Murphy's law not only applying but applying with extra strictness to everything mm-hmm. that politicians try to do getting yeah. us to the point of unintentional nuclear annihilation of the planet and the species all of those things should be right up my alley. And, and not to mention the the dry, dark humor attempted, in my opinion. Um, but the aim of the movie should be right up my alley. So I can Ooh. see like I can see I can I can see why you would pick it. I can see I suppose I can see what people appreciate about it. For what me, about George C. Scott's acting? Did which one was he? main dude you know you know that scene in the war room where he falls that that actually wasn't written into the script he just tripped while they were filming <laughs> well which one is he the general or is he uh which guy is he oh my gosh his name escapes me. i just watched this today i don't know what's going on main character the the dude that's banging the hot lady in the beginning and uh, turgenson yeah turgenson that's, the, that's that great. that's general yeah yeah that's um, rishi scott um <sighs> his acting is is hilarious just his facial expressions the whole time he just it didn't feel like overacting even though it was somewhat satirical i was about ripping off my face in boredom and oh my god I like i really struggled to get through this one and 
I appreciated the ending. I liked watching the mushroom clouds. That was fun because it gave me sweet relief. Uh, they played We'll Meet Again, and I was thinking, uh, for the love of God, I hope not. But uh, thank you for getting me out of here. To your points, though, General Ripper was cool. The guy who went crazy and really caused the whole thing and issued the order that they couldn't reverse to commit the strike against the uh, Soviets. He was like Alex Jones before there was Alex Jones. He's going off on the fear of the fluoride in the water, but he was much better armed and prepared to do something about it. So the few laughs that I did get were mostly, if not exclusively from him. I, I, I did the, the enjoyment I did get came from that guy. I, I also thought it was cool to see a young James Earl Jones. Yeah. Um, and of course, he uh, became Vader in the subsequent decade. And uh, it, it was cool to see him as like a young man. Uh, his role was very minor. And I wish it was greater because one of the things that drove me nuts about this movie is I can't tell what the hell most of the people are saying. It drove me insane. And I need like a nice, clear, strong voice like that to really bring it home. But he doesn't he doesn't do much in this movie. Um, as far as what I what I didn't enjoy, uh, the phone conversation bit. This is what I referenced before about how, like, believe me, I like driving bits into the ground. Um, (laughs) This one, uh, this one did nothing for me. And when it was done over and over and over again, Mm -hmm. I kept getting more and more annoyed. I get the bit is you have to imagine what the person on the other end is saying. And um, and it becomes a funny conversation to me. I don't want to imagine a funny conversation. Write the funny conversation for me. It drove me nuts. And I had to go through it uh, three or four times or however many there were. But what about the the conversation between the the juvenile conversation between the president and the Russian prime minister where he was like, you're not more sorry than I am. I have the capacity to it's just it just devolves into this emotional thing. I guess like, I, I, I thought that that had a lot of value about who really I know is people, running the country. I know people love not only that scene. Also, I'm fully aware that I'm hating what. Many people consider to be one of the greatest films ever made and one of the greatest comedies ever made. So I'm the weird one as far as most people are concerned. Um, the the muffled and the muddled speaking or just the speaking. I had being, a hard time with that, too. Uh, There's some audio mixing issue. I had the, to put subtitles on. The accents. Um, there are some thick accents. Peter Sellers characters, the, the Dr. Strangelove himself, the German scientist, the British uh, officer who assists. Um ripper and they're really the the russian ambassador really difficult to understand like i I had to go through a lot of mental energy and volume adjustments to even get what they were saying and then most of the time that i did understand what they were saying the joke wasn't funny so it wasn't worth the work to do it there were also like even the characters i could understand like a lot of cigars in mouths a lot of other vocal obstructions drove me nuts the entire time and this is what's so bizarre for me to make this criticism because here i am Like, what do I love? Dry, dark humor. What do I love? Driving a bit into the ground such that the repetition of it and it getting old is itself a joke, which is really what a lot of this movie is doing. It just didn't work for like this was so bone dry. It was too dry for me. I, 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 so many of the jokes were so labored. I didn't even realize until about 30 minutes into this movie that the intent was comedy and satire. I, I didn't look much at this movie until uh, hitting play on it. And, I, and then I realized, oh, these are <laughs> these are jokes. And combined with the audibility problems, the, like the jokes didn't work for me, but half the time I couldn't hear them either. And it just it made the whole experience a lot of work. And to me, if comedy is a lot of work, it's not done right. 
Ah, so that I that's how so. I walked away from this one, which I don't get like I got a little joy in hating on Tremors. I got a little joy in hating on Blade Runner. This one. And honestly, I, I don't take as much joy in hating this one, but I this was my most hated movie out of the entire bit <gasps> so far. Like this one was a torture fest for me. Oh, so it gets the one wiki rating of shame. Get the hell out of here. And may God have mercy on your soul. But we know that I'm in the tiny minority as far as the rest of the world is concerned. And among our audience, let's check out the early vote, which I guarantee not going to be kind to me. Yeah. uh, Early vote so far, you know, a few dozen people voting strong plurality for five wikis. All right. People are on board with you, not on board with me. So something's wrong with me as far as watching this movie, but that's okay. Uh, next week though you'll be happy to know next week is your final nomination good for us final selection of your nominations at least for now and i was really glad yeah to see goodfellas win because it was edged out in the vote many many weeks i'm talking losing by like 10 or fewer votes votes, frequently so we will watch goodfellas next week and after that the time has come because starting in september we have a fresh set of movies from our lucky randomly selected uh, audience nominator. And that is James. And James has picked out eight movies for us to consider in September. We'll vote on these throughout the month. So we'll watch four or five of them. However, many Sundays are in September. Um, Good time, Paris, Texas, Sicario, the straight story, the thing, the 1982 original in Bruges. I think it's how you pronounce that. Um, The assassination of Jesse James by the coward, Robert Ford and green room. Have you seen any of these movies? I've seen The Thing, and I think that's it. They are all fresh to me, and uh, I did a little bit of uh, due diligence on them because, of course, you know I just want to make sure that they are available and they're not like too weird of of bizarre movies or porn or something like that. But I was looking up what these movies are, and they all appear to be fairly highly reviewed. So it looks like uh, quality selections as far as the reviewers are concerned. And as of now, the early vote, The Thing is running away with it. So oh, great. it looks like the thing is almost assured a victory, but sometimes the vote does uh, catch up over time throughout the week. So um, as a reminder, if you would like to read my movie reviews and comment on how wrong I am and submit your own movie rating and vote for what to watch next. And of course, sign up to be our next lucky uh, movie nominator for the month. The one and only place to do that is over on my weekly review column linked in the description and on the homepage of my website, mattchristensenmedia.com. So I'm sorry for what I've done to Dr. Strangelove, but I I have to be true, have to be true to myself. Okay. Okay. And with that, we can get back to chat. All right. (laughs) Oh man, that was, that was painful. That was rough. It was rough. I want to like the movie. I just, you know, I couldn't do it. The Beacon says, large protest at Maine's Bicentennial Parade on Saturday. Our governor led it and was met with hundreds of people protesting her vax mandate. They mobbed, marched next to her float, yelling and screaming. That's what I like to hear. Wait, who, who led it? Uh, uh, the governor. The governor led the protest against whom? Our governor led it and was met. That can't be right. 
Does the governor not have any power in the in the mandate or whatever's going on? Uh, That's weird. But I mean, you'll this take must you'll, be incorrect, or you'll take it either way. I'm happy that people are protesting. The yeah, good. Thanks for uh, Diva Tamer. Think straight people. Republicans need to push the boosters. Demand conservatives get it first, then watch what happens to vaccine protocols. Mandatory jab over. <laughs> A little reverse psychology. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I bought PN. A big donation. Thank you. Come on, man. It's been four or five days since I triggered the doomsday device. Defensively, Susan. <laughs> Thanks for supporting the show. We love you. You're what very about special. The, the stereotypical Russians. Did that do anything for you? Um, They're like he's drunk. Mm, Sorry about the prime minister. He's drunk. Yeah, I, I, like and the the kind of uh, I liked Ripper the characters like shots at commies and so I, I I like some of that stuff was like relief here and there. But God, okay, what man. about that scene where they're in the war room and that woman that he's sleeping with calls <laughs> and he's like, uh, no, it's not just a physical thing. I don't. <laughs> I don't just think of you physically. He's like trying to reassure her about all of her woman nonsense in the midst of this huge global crisis. Yeah, I don't know. Just, there was some good stuff about gender relations there. It just didn't do it for me. All right. I'm not going to talk about this. Yeah. Um, incompetent hands. Matt, does 2A jerky cure their meat? BS question. So the algorithm would pick up the C word. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I I could inquire on the process for you, but if you're just trying to trap us, to gain Susan's scorn and uh, punishment. Then. Yeah. But the it's trick is reviewer. not that you should do this, but the trick is to sneak in the words cure and a hypothetical virus of certain theoretical current relevance. If you combine those words, that's where they really get you. You can say cure all you want. Just you can't. That's true. This is the combination. Of yeah. Words. It's the combination of those things in the same sentence that mm-hmm. gets you busted. If a human reviewer is reading this, think about your life and where you went wrong. It's never too late. <laughs> yeah. Cinder Rumble has the same woke kind of uh, terms of service that other censorious platforms have. How is this an improvement? Well, they haven't wronged us yet. So there's that. They haven't. And I'm not aware. You tell me. I mean, uh, once they start behaving badly, I'll criticize them just as much as I would anybody else. But I have never had any of my material censored off Rumble. I've been posting it there for a good long time. I'm not really aware of anybody having their material censored off Rumble for like perspective reasons. I don't even know about taking down any content. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but I am saying like where it does happen, send it my way. Even even if it's not perfect, I I do think it's going to be in all likelihood much better than what Susan is offering. Yeah, and you know if nothing else. Um, having safe homes here and there ensures that w- no one axe can take us out. So that's the benefit, even if there are concerns to watch out for. And, you know, it, it, where they exist, send them my way. I don't I, I'm not looking to promote Rumble blindly. I'm saying that Rumble, in my experience, has a good track record on these things. And they've reached out to me appearing to care <laughs> and appearing to s- stick up for the things that I and we believe in. So. I'll uh, I'll give them the benefit of that until they betray us. But, you know, who knows? That day could. Yeah, come we too. need alternatives, guys. Yeah. Some of them we're going to try and they aren't going to work or the company is going to turn sour or go lefty. Like we've seen some of that with D-Live. But like we still have to we still have to try. We can't just be on YouTube. We are going to get nuked one of these days. I cannot believe we've been doing this for five and a half years. It's <laughs> and my my objective is not to steer you in any one particular place. Um, frequently people 
uh, you know, ask me to try to direct people to alt tech or make exclusives for alt tech. And I understand the thinking there. I'm not even dismissing it, but my philosophy is generally, I want to make my product available where you want to watch it. And even if it's not my preferred place, if you want it there, I'll do my best to get it there. And if that's YouTube, that's great. That's where we've been historically. If that's somewhere else, a lot of people are going to rumble right now. I want it there too. And we'll, yeah. we'll cross the bridges of, uh, of various problems when we get to them. Eric Nervik says, I'll be voting for Elder and recall. This election will be close. Cernovich is saying he's hearing lots of people talk about the recall election and is pushing everyone to go to the polls. I Wouldn't that be something? I, I hope that I am totally wrong, that my early dismissal of Larry Elder was absolutely dead wrong. I hope that that's the case. Yep. We shall see. Uh, Pitu Marcus, a big donation. He says, make it rain. Thank you so much. Well, thank you I for supporting it. I am show. not going to be niggardly. Downskated. Nice to be catching you live with a friend of mine who also just happens to be in the same town, small world. And I have mm. the day off tomorrow in Savannah, Georgia. Can't wait to see the town. Is it hot as balls there? Probably. I assume it is always, even in January. Yeah, probably. for real. Well, thanks, man. And, and uh, all the best in your travels as well. Appreciate it. I'm a psychopath. I know, I know, I know. I can't suggest movies, although Clue, the movie, is a cult classic, and Matt, I believe, would be down with it. It's purposefully cringy, but in a good way and legit funny. Well, you Hmm. know the protocol for suggesting movies. Maybe one day you can. Mechani says, remove female teachers. I'm with you. (laughs) Well, there's a start, I suppose. What about female homeschool teachers? Fine. Just not public school teachers. You know, if you get somebody else to homeschool your children, you're not homeschooling I understand like homeschooling networks and stuff, but yeah, yeah. you got to homeschool your own children unless you're really bad at math or something. And you need what are your thoughts? I'm actually pretty warm to that concept, like homeschool network. For I the really trust my friends though, like a lot. Yeah, you'd have to, but I, I can see the benefits for the purposes of um, benefiting on the, the expertise of those in the, in that circle. Like someone's probably a little more well-versed in scientific topics. Someone else might right. be a great writer, whatever. But also I think it helps to overcome some of those like socialization worries that still linger with me, even though I used to put those worries first and foremost, because I used to think, you know, homeschooling makes every kid weird. Um, I'm not really convinced of that anymore, though I do want, you know, proper social avenues for for my kids. But even if homeschooling does make you weird, better weird than a commie, which is uh, what you get in most, I don't know, a lot of public schooling arrangements these days. No, I mean, if you really trust your network of friends, that's the best possible situation you can. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty warm to that idea. Yeah, but we'll see. I got some years to think about it. Uh, knuckle hunky book. Biden wasn't actually sniffing kids. He was discussing matters of policy with them. I have the evidence uh-huh. posted in my channel in my latest video. I see what you thank did. you. Uh, Mojack 420. So just wondering if Clockwork Orange made the movie list. If not WTF, it might be 40 years old. But who doesn't love a bit of ultra violence and singing in the rain? I did watch it recently. I still don't know how I feel about it. Hmm. Um, thank you for that. Mechanized says we shouldn't have the war of 1812. We were on the wrong side of world war one and world war two. We shouldn't have fought in Korea, Vietnam or the middle East. The government should not have the right to go to war. I agree. That's an interesting perspective. No right to go to war, but how do you, um, how, what's the process for defending yourself? If you're attacked, how does it um, work I mean, internationally? Wouldn't we internationally? I mean, I, I guess that we would have to vote on whether or not we want militaristic involvement first. Oh, like a direct vote? Mm-hmm. 
Well, I'm not a big fan of direct democracy either. That said, neither am I. That's hilarious. But, you know, in this scenario. I don't know. uh, If we get a chance to talk about it again, Mechanized, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts, because I'm assuming that you probably have some sort of uh, system by which we could respond to attack or otherwise defend ourselves. It's just not through a government action or, or something. I'd be curious to hear the explanation. Does it matter? Coming to you live from an actual castle tower in an undisclosed location, <laughs> today we celebrate our first anniversary. Thank you for saying yes, Shelly, and thanks to you guys for our Sandy safe space. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Well, th- congrats, Being a newlywed is it. super fun. Yeah. Um, Aladdin's nightmare. The plane the Afghans ran next to was fake. Look at the painted pilot's window balloons. Uh, Matt, it's all a hoax. Are they really Afghans? <laughs> Falling people, CGI, things happening, but yeah. not what they're telling us. At at this point, I'm not even going to say that that's crazy. I, 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 I could enough. I could believe it. The only uh, pushback I have on that, because I haven't vetted whether the pilots are painted or not. I have not looked. Uh, the only pushback I have is that one of those uh, impromptu skydivers was identified as a 17-year-old Afghan. Now, that doesn't mean that it's hoax proof. There, mm. there are ways that that could be explained, too. But uh, I guess... Um, Trust me, I'm open to pretty much any tinfoil and the idea that what we're being presented is not actually what it appears to be or is in pursuit of some uh, nefarious purpose. But what what would be trying to achieve? What would they be trying to achieve through hoaxing that event? Who knows? And also, I mean, you're going to have to have an explanation for that flapping body. Remember that one that that I sent you on Wednesday? The guy flailing in the wind up in the air. Yeah, yeah. That looks pretty real. So. Not that there can't be explanations for these things, and I like tinfoil on anything. So thanks for letting me know. I'll have to look into this. I just don't know what it would be, what purpose it would be achieving if they faked that. Um. Yep, that's true. Uh, Keeney says, I'm pretty sure that when a politician starts a sentence with, let me be clear, they're, they're saying, the next thing out of my face hole is a lie. <laughs> uh, yeah, correct. Yeah, that's... You know who always says, let, let's be clear, is Elizabeth Warren. She prefaces oh, yeah. almost yeah. every sentence with that. Nancy Pelosi says it a lot, too. Yeah. Um, Robin Bangs. Look here, fat. That was four days ago. Five <laughs> days ago. Wait, where am I? Did something happen to Eisenhower? You tell those kids to get off my lawn. That was four days ago. Five days ago. Um, Mount Hood. I'm, look fat is an uh, one of the most underrated moments in Joe Biden's underrated history. It's, it's such a great it's moment. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Mount Hood says what we're witnessing is Joe's total lack of management skills in a complex organization. He never ran a business or headed any organization. He doesn't know how to hold subordinates accountable. I don't think that this is incompetence per se. I think it's a combination of malice and Alzheimer's. Ooh, dangerous combo. Which if is that's a dangerous. The case. Yeah. Yeah. He's also clearly a political puppet. I don't really think he has any actual power. Hmm. You think Joe Biden's running shit? Someone's making decisions. Yeah. It's not him full time. I'll tell you that much. No, he has to sleep for 19 hours a day. Don't <laughs> yeah. you know? Tom 1212. Six airlines participated in a joint 9-11 recreation at the behest of the White House. Yes. <laughs> is that where we're heading? That, that, the, that's uh, what yeah. has already happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sean Anderson. Step one, destroy U.S. internally. Divide the people. Step two, destroy the economy. Step three, destroy reputation. As beacon of freedom and strength of Western civilization, number four, install new global government, starting with the U.S. Yeah, it's over. America, over. I'm listening because it's hard to deny the 
first couple steps there, really the first three steps there. It's hard to deny those three. And if those lead to the fourth, well, what is uh, what's stopping that progression? I can't give you a good case. Robin D. Bangs, listen, you don't you have F-15s and nukes? Just get some 7th century sheep shaggers on horseback with 40-year-old AKs. Yeah. The Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. All the ladies I dated in college. Some <laughs> of the stuff you did say, yeah. Yikes. We have some really excellent Joe quotes in the chat tonight. Oh, wow. so good. On fire. Nicholas H. Showed my boomer con mom your show. She loves it. Watching oh. on Rumble from now on. Whoa. Well, shout Hello. out to boomer con mom. If that's Hi, you. Nick's mom. Yeah. We appreciate it. Um, and uh, thanks, oh, thanks for uh, checking out the show on Rumble and supporting the show as well. Metal Man says nothing is true. Everything is permitted. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. I wouldn't like to believe that, but a lot of people are operating that way these days. So uh, mm. perhaps... Perhaps what the fu- that's what the future will hold for a little bit. Yeah. Robin D. Banks, Kamala Harris, don't blame this shit on me, Joe. Actual quote followed by a cackle. Joe Biden, did she say that? Hillary, wow. when did you turn black? Also, direct quote. <laughs> they have <laughs> been a- keeping Kamala sort of hidden the la- throughout this. And I just wonder, yeah. are they are they kind of protecting her, keeping her nice and shiny mm. so that she's ready to go when the time comes? Oh, my God. Fataku says, after I invaded Afghanistan, Matt said to me, hey, Mr. Taliban, tally me banana. And then we made love. Inshallah. I'm not sure I even get that one. I have to reload this page. Okay. Uh, Donday 2K says, all I'm asking for is the right to the same weapons that I paid for the uh, Taliban to own. Michael Malice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We should have those M4s and other uh, military equipment returned to us as the rightful owners um, because we all paid for them. Yep. Preston uh, Akinshurt, sorry if I mispronounce, uh, gladly sharing again after the government tried and failed to take back my Corona bucks. No better F you to them than this. Also, thank you for pronouncing my my name correctly last time I donated. That must have been you because I don't think I got it right there. I would have said Ocean Hurt. Oxenhurt? Maybe that's it. Sorry, Preston. I'm sure we fucked it up this time. He's like, you guys had it right. Yeah. Uh, Evan M says, Jen Milley said there is, was nothing that I or anyone else saw that indicated a collapse of this government in 11 days. Yeah. <laughs> I saw 2,000 years of history and it indicated things would go exactly that way. Well, and wh- what's true there? Because you got Joe saying, no way the Taliban takes over quickly. You got General Milley saying we had no intelligence to suggest this was going to happen. Then you have Joe saying, Chaos was an inevitable result. So what information is true? If the chaos was easily foreseen, then clearly you had some reason to foresee it. Right. So who's lying? Which guy is lying here? Or are they all lying? Probably that's the answer. All lying, yeah. Thunderstorm says, SS super smooth. Greg Olson. Jesus said in John 1633, these things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world, you have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. No Jesus, no peace. No Jesus, no peace. Wow. Cleverly phrased. It it was indeed. Interesting. Um, The Walter Mellon. Newsom is losing support. Uh, Recalls the only reason that we don't have passport laws laws in Cali. Don't know why they expect 10 million undocumented to start carrying documents. (laughs) Yeah, that will make things pretty awkward, I suppose. They're not going to enforce it with them, obviously. Uh, Yeah. 
um, spicy ragoon, they will wait for Kamala to take over after two years, one day of Joe's term. So she has a possibility of 10 years in office. That's right. That is the uh, that is the theory. It's like then her. She doesn't have a first term. It doesn't count if it's under half of Joe's term. But uh, uh, if it is all of this plot to, to install Kamala, I just can't believe that she is their end game. Your end game is Kamala Harris as president. Why? Yeah. What's what's childless minority? What is what does that do? I don't know. It's insane. But she because she's morally unscrupulous, she'll do what they say. Hillary Clinton kind of went rogue a few times, you know. Hmm. Uh Yukon Don says Justin Trudeau recently ordered four hundred million doses of the vax. They're only thirty-eight million Canucks. Yeah, is that true? Four hundred million? I guess he's planning for all the boosters. Yeah, it's going to be weekly the, uh, boosters in Canada. Weekly boosters, yeah. Uh, Rocky Mountain Monk Blonde, I seriously doubt you or your husband are feds. However, Emmeline is seriously suspect. Mm. You know, she really is. She just mean mugs people. She just... And then they'll try to make her laugh and she'll just... I can see that. She, You might uh, keep an eye on her. She might be the one. Yeah. Graham Godfrey, uh, Guillain-Barr syndrome. I hope I'm saying that right. Myocarditis, bar palsy... 6,000 dead and the knowledge that uh, the, the cold needed has been ignored and many people's jab is worthless. Yeah, there are side effects to vaccine. Mm. I, haven't, I haven't looked at this particular issue, so perhaps um, I shall Google it later. I'm a psychopath. Question to the people screaming about Islamophobia and transphobia simultaneously. How many of them know a six foot four... What happened? Where did it go? A uh, trans female wearing a garbage bag over her head with slits for eyes, just wondering. Oh, yeah. When these worlds collide, uh, I'm going to fall dead laughing. That's um, <laughs> Yeah, well, they have been on a collision course for some time. And you do really have to pick a side. Um, that's weird. Did, did your uh, super chat just get adjusted? Yeah. Because I uh, there's no way these are connected. It's, I adjusted my page. If I do this, is that changing your display? Yes. What? So if I adjust my browser, it changes your display? Nothing's happening now. Okay, but it's something shifts when I... Man, Susan works in mysterious ways, if that is in fact happening. It just dropped down and I lost the chat. Weird. Maybe it was a coincidence. Yeah, who knows? That would seem Uh, really bizarre to me. Really weird. Uh, I don't like this at all. I Google some weird things on this computer. (laughs) Daniel Davis, uh, they dropped the investigation into the Oath Keepers because it looks like... The head was a fed. Whoops. What a surprise. Oh, is that true? I haven't followed that. But the Oath Keepers, of course, were one of the more heavily prosecuted people in the Capitol riot. So that would I don't know uh, anything about them. That would make sense, though, if uh, if there was some federal involvement there. Mark, did you just do it again? No, I actually didn't touch it. Oh, so okay. must be something else. Mark G says, obviously the commies stole the purity from Matt's bodily essence and replaced it with a poor sense of taste. I don't deny Matt, but I do deny him my bodily essence from. No, I, if, if there's one thing you need to know about me, it's that I live on other people's bodily essences as oh. the chat reminds us so frequently. Someone please clip that immediately. Yeah, Ugh. I know. I, 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 it, it was and then a splice struggle it with that video of me saying fag. Fag. <laughs> it was a struggle to feel compelled to like a movie, but still hate it. It yeah. was a weird experience. That's true. That's how yeah. I felt about The Hangover. Ah, um, I. It's been so long since I've seen it, but I have seen it. 
I can remember believing that it wasn't as funny as everyone made it out to be, but that's because it was so hyped and heavily quoted that the yeah. expectations were sky high. The Too only high. movie that has ever been totally hyped and actually was funnier or better than I expected it to be was Napoleon Super Dynamite. Bad. Oh, no, Napoleon yeah, Dynamite. Super bad classic too. I made my own list of movies for the eventual day where I get to make the nominations. Maybe that day will come someday. It's a totally normie list. And people will definitely rip me for it. But, you know, my experience is not very extensive. I have to add Napoleon Dynamite to it. I forgot about that. I'm going to do okay. it right now. Okay. Um, oh, and then the Big, Big Lebowski, of course. I felt like that, too. Like, this uh, movie's overrated as fuck. I haven't seen it, but I feel like I would probably like it. Anyway. Um, Knuckle Hunky Buck. Speaking of driving a bit into the ground, what's the, diff- what's the difference between a Garbanzo bean and a chickpea? <laughs> I wouldn't pay to have a garbanzo bean on Matt for his bad movie taste. Okay, that went in a direction I didn't expect. Fine. All right. Fine. We'll allow it. Esoteric Unbound. Tuned in late, was celebrating my son becoming an Eagle Scout. It was attended Mm. by five of seven boys he started with 12 years ago. They're all great kids and give me hope for the future in spite of the current shit show. Wow. Congratulations on your son becoming an Eagle Scout and it not turning into a tranny disaster. (laughs) congratulations and that last part is exactly the wisdom that i think we all need to hear and i i I hear a certain reluctance from a lot of people about oh man who could bring kids into this world with how screwed up it is and is that a responsible decision to do that you know hard times are uh you get through hard times through family and through good family but but uh number two as you're talking about you want to find purpose and optimism in your life, if you can't find it, it will be forced into you by your children. You know, there's there's a lot. Mine's not even born yet. Could be any time, but, you know, theoretically a month from now. But you want to talk about purpose being forcibly inserted into your life. Uh, yeah, a kid will do that. So, oh, they're so funny, too. So if you yeah. don't have a sense of humor, it's, it's also. My husband thought it would be funny to teach my baby how to, to smack a titty. Like, she'll just smack... <laughs> So we're at the coffee shop this morning and she's just like, <laughs> she's Oh smacking. no. Like in public. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. He did that. And now right. my, my baby is already learning terrible, terrible things. Uh, that's, that's yeah. your call. I will not opine or intervene. Just wait. <laughs> that's with, on when you, you have a kid. Yeah, yeah. really. Uh, we're already. You probably don't. Parents. You especially don't want to teach a little boy to do that though. I don't think. I mean, breastfeeding babies, they, they get so much of the, their dexterity and fine motor skills from breastfeeding. And so mm. the, the babies are always like playing with your boob always. Yeah. But I, well, I'm sure she's always smacking them and I'm like, sure that's true. That I just, time anyway. like, you know, as, as a young, as a little boy gets older, definitely got to have respect for, uh, n- not inappropriately slapping those things around, especially when it's not, you know, uh, moms might get special treatment but not anybody else's that's a lesson that's well, of very course. crucial I mean, yeah and then my three-year-old niece i um walked past her this was like a few months ago she just like smacked my butt just <laughs> and i was like oh my gosh did you see that and my what brother was like going I, he, on here? he must see me do that to her mom like he must have seen that <laughs> we did not teach her <laughs> to do that wow God esoteric unbound oh i just read that one lapco 92 i have a collection of 3000 dvds mostly from secondhand shops hardly anything past uh, 2010 get hard copies of anything you love hollywood's yeah. achilles heels is their back catalog of good films that's so true 
And as we've seen, we've seen little bits of this already with Disney, where they put a disclaimer in front of their old movies that they're racist or they're sexist. We're not far off from them deleting the digital distribution of those things. So, yeah, uh, hard copies of things you love, crucial, or at least local storage of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, let's see. Cave Toad. So what about Pulp Fiction? Wasn't that on the list? I do love Pulp Fiction. I I um, think I've seen it, but that goes to show that I didn't pay much attention whenever the hell I watched it. And I'm generally a Tarantino fan, so I bet I would I would like it. Um, it's yeah, it could be nominated. Excuse me. Anytime. Yep. Um, Janet Partridge watching on Rumble super chat on YouTube over a hundred cases in New Zealand. Now, luckily I work at a plant nursery. So I've been able to work keeping the plants alive a mm. hundred cases. That's it. Who cares? Well, it's uh, that's well, that's an apocalypse though. They, they, Especially wait, in New Zealand. A yeah. hundred cases in New Zealand now. Oh, so it was at the time of Jacinda Ardern's comments that there was one. Now it's up to a hundred in a country of 5 million. What will they do? My God. Uh, Thank you. Drake Glacer says Das Boot win. It's a great movie. I have not seen Das Boot. Mm. Shut up, everybody. Uh, I don't know. It, it depends on what you guys want. Mac and I says war guy from before follow up international action. What for? Chai comms invading every man, woman, and child armed to the teeth on an unrelated, on an unrelated note. Hail to blonde fear. Oh, that's kind. Thank you for that. That is kind. (laughs) Let me reload. I think we're good. Um, Cave Toad says, by the way, thanks for introducing me to quite frankly, love his show. He's rumbling these days too. Yeah. Frank is a great, uh, nightly listen, uh, to, uh, have a, what I love about his show is like a combination of information, but a very kind of cool, relaxed hangout vibe with a lot of wit and comedic bits mixed in. And he has, he has a lot of like, lesser known obscure guests which can get sort of weird sometimes but there's a lot of personalities that i, I really enjoy too so and emerging personalities too yeah, yeah it's it, it traffics in a lot of lesser known corners of the internet which you know um between my wife and frank those are probably the two people that have helped uh I wouldn't say denormify me because I have plenty of normie <laughs> tendencies. Don't, don't yeah. let's make, let's not uh, make any mistakes here, but people have opened my mind to less commonly accepted theories about the world. Um, Frank has been a huge, a huge part of that. Um, Hofarted said a bit of advice, take a potential mate to a baseball game if possible. Easy way to find out if she's a dinger <laughs> lover, right wing death squads assemble. I like it. I think we're good over here. All right. Um, thank you for reviving the dinger term. I think we're about all set, but let's check up on Tippy Stream once more and then Trovo and D-Lab will call it a night. Uh, let's see. Over on uh, Tippy Stream, uh, David uh, Mistler. Did I mispronounce it the first time? I'm sorry. I read it as David Mistler, though. Try the name again, Matt Lowell. It's German. I take... Uh, I take your white supremacy card. I may be available to teach uh, your kids sooner rather than later. Well, I guess they'll need German lessons. Just imagine a base teacher who was able to bring city kids math scores uh, up an average of 30% entirely virtually. Well, how, I, uh, but how do I pronounce the name correctly? Mistler, M-I-S-T-L-E-R? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sorry if I botched it, but uh, but thank you, man. Appreciate it. Let's see, over on uh, Trovo, just uh, Mike Hawk, 420 Blaze and gifting some subs tonight. Appreciate it. 
And I think we're all set on DLive as well. Yeah, we look good. So right on time for the bottom of the hour. Not bad. Not bad at all. Anything else before we say goodbye for the night? No, I think we're good. All right. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us as always. We appreciate it. And I I didn't check in on Rumble, but I hope the Rumble stream went as planned. And I'll be um, posting the show over there when we're done as well. So thanks for helping us get that going too. If you would like to find more to listen to, we got the call-in show. Um, We got other stuff available on the audio replays. Anything else you're looking for, including my totally off base movie reviews you want to go talk comment and tell me how terrible this week's was head on over to the website that's mattchristensenmedia.com got everything else up there too the show store you can message us all of those things uh we will be back next sunday because if it's sunday sorry chuck todd it's not meet the press it is the matt and blonde show thanks for hanging out with us and have a great week bye guys